Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you, supporting us at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. It's the Monday, no, it's not Monday, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show episode from <laughs> some a lot of Tuesdays. We've been talking about professionalized wrestling. I'm Mike Sork here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA, ready to talk about professionalized wrestling. And I realized I didn't do a rundown with our people on the show today. But So this is going to be really interesting and a surprise to everybody, including us. We do have the very first edition of Mayhem Mania happening tonight. <clears throat> We have special guests that I also didn't prepare for. <laughs> we have a lot going on tonight. It just we, just we have some new graphics. We have this. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, and I'm sure it'll go wonderfully smoothly. Also, but but with me to help smooth things along is uh, the long-running co-host and in, and in wrestling mayhem show history and Ooh. Slammy Award winner. Apparently, Ooh. Ooh. I think you are Ooh. right. Yes, I I am. Your Slammy Award winning. That's right. Super manager of the show. Uh huh. Mad Mike. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And just like Mason Puff Daddy in 1998, we're going to smooth it out. Wow. Wow. Um, okay. Uh, (laughs) we also have with us from Occupy Pro Wrestling, uh, Power to the Smarks on the Twitter. He is Alex Cars. Hi. Hi. Hello. I'm doing great. And you were absolutely right. It does feel weird. Uh, <laughs> I told you. I, I told you. There's some new you technology. You tried to warn me, and it, and it there, still happened. There's some uh, new kind of like you were being held hostage for a second. <laughs> <laughs> there's some new technology tonight, so bear with us. Everybody's getting used to it and experimenting and experiencing it for the first time that they're actually seeing what gets broadcast out to you on Facebook and YouTube and video land. And which means they see themselves when they talk now and you can understand. So, so bear with us. I know what it's like. I went on about a five minute rant about this last night on the Monday night. Yes. 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 Well, you got to get out of your system somehow, right? (laughs) Exactly. Also with it, by the way, Alex, I got speaking of technology. I got to give Alex credit uh, uh, for the wonderful green screen background he has going on over there too. <laughs> Thank lot. you. Yeah, so I'm coming to you from the uh, Occupy Pro Wrestling uh, school that will open up in 2025. There you go. There you go. From California, our buddy Alex out there. Uh, also here to compare trophies, number and size apparently, is the successful J- successful Saint Jordan Styles with us tonight. What was that? <laughs> I don't know, man. I need it's any coffee, man. I don't know what. <laughs> mm, wow, that is, that is a lovely award, Mike. I'm very proud of you for winning you. that. Welcome to the uh, the winner's circle, if you will. Yeah. You're not exactly successful Saint level, but it's something, you know. That's, that's fine. That's fine. I, I little Fisher Price type of uh, award, but you know, it's cool. It's Ooh. building up. To, you know, I, I was a former toy man, so I'm okay with being Fisher Price level. I there dig it go. though. You know, this, this somewhat makes you. 
a little simply better. You know, it's slightly better. We'll give you that one. Ooh. I think I your, uh, your monikers there. There That's you good. go. Slightly better. Mad Mike joining us on the show tonight. <laughs> oh, oh I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm jealous there. of all this award talk. I, I, well, well, Alex, one would day. You, would you like one? I can give you one, Alex. You you like, yes, please. Yes. Thank you. All right, there we go. Alex Card's uh, honorary Emmy winner, apparently. There I'll take go. it. He'll send there that. He'll send there that cash go. on delivery to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, but we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about trophy maintenance. We're going to talk about uh, an, uh, a fun uh, project that uh, Jordan has been working on in the uh, COVID times, and uh, and whatever wrestling stuff is going on that we'd like to before we get the mayhem mania. Of course, our homework assignment we watched most of for a Rumble again, nineteen ninety two. Most of uh, oh, I watched so, all Org. What's that? Are you kidding? That was a delight. It I was. It was. Um, but life is hard and busy, and uh, and we'll we'll get to that later. But By in the, the way, Org. Mm-hmm. Uh, never mind. I was trying to get you the episode title, the episode number, but. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry. That that ship has sailed, and they've already got it by now if they're listening. We'll um, fix it in post. Yeah, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> also yeah, coming to the Sorgatron no Media Network. Who yeah, no needs titles or numbers? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, so, yes, yeah, so a measuring contest again uh, from Potter. Yes. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Lack of episode number displeases me, says Chad the Shad. That's what I'm looking at. I want to make sure Chad's okay. It was like I was over-prepared and under-prepared at the same time. Does that make sense? For the show, sorry, that's literally how we've been podcasting for fifteen. Years. Yeah, pretty much. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, this is the Wrestling Meme Show. You can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can email us at that email address. Good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Four one two two zero six WMS zero. Better already be in your uh, contacts under your uh, ex girlfriend's name or drunk dial. Um, yes, seven forty eight. Seven forty eight. This is a, oh, it's episode seven forty eight. No, it's seven forty nine. Okay, seven forty seven was the anniversary. I remember that explicitly because it was like a plane. Well, then you should remember this number. No, <laughs> no, I shouldn't have. No, not necessarily. Oh, Sorg, you're in the dog. And you wonder now. why we don't have a producer ah. anymore. Um, and also tweet us at Mayhem Show and the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook page and group. Uh, and we're live every Tuesday roundabout as soon as somebody finishes the ramen at 9 p.m. Eastern time on the Facebook and YouTube. I'm sorry. It was really good ramen. For further details, check my Instagram. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's ramen so good, though. Makes you forget you're doing a weekly hey. episodic podcast for 15 yeah. years. I have mad ramen respect for ramen. Like, ramen is greater than raw. Woo. Yeah. Yes, I will agree. And also we would like you to uh, subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast app, especially, especially because probably a lot of, listen, some of our, some of our uh, comments on our, on our podcast feed on, on Apple podcasts are from like 2013 when they were asking if Chachi even likes wrestling. Um, We're still not sure. (laughs) No, we're (laughs) I don't know. He's been listening to that just pro wrestling news podcast uh, religiously, so something's and he, happened and there. I haven't seen it lately, but he has been watching Lucha Underground. He has so. been. Chachi, hashtag Chachi Underground. Yeah. Thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Our friends at the fan of the show level. Bo Diggity! Woo! Woo! As well as, lost my place here, Ed Burke, Bobby F. J. Town, and Team Hammer Fist, our friends at the Poppy Club, Dave Ponder, and Tina Keys. At the Pizza Club level, 
Doc Remedy and Kyle Turner, and some movement at the manager level. It must be Mayhem Mania season because this actually plays big into uh, your what you what you can do your rewards when it comes to Patreon in the bank uh, part of Mania Mayhem Mania. Um, uh, we have Farnsworth International. We have Bradley Brothers. We have at twenty one dollars because it's the twenty dollar level. Mad Mike chipped yes. in starting last week. Yes, yes. But I, I'm doing my only Lorcan face because I am the super manager. And we also have What the fuck? At the $25 level. God damn it. <laughs> Alex Cars of OccupyProWrestling.com. Oh see, he's earning that anyway. Oh hi, Mike. Congratulations. I'm not saying you can buy your way onto the show. And I'm not saying that's why <laughs> Alex is on the show. Actually, actually, um, sorry, I'm going to amend that. You can absolutely buy your way onto the show. At the fifty dollar level, you can buy your 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 way onto the show for level, sure. You will. You can just tell Sorg what to do. Yeah, he at will that point, your dancing monkey. Yo, I'm a. Ch- <laughs> I, I will, yes, I am a cheap. We will get him symbols. He I, will go clap, 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 clap. <laughs> He'll do whatever you want, Mike. I, you know, you know that I'm a cheap podcast slut. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just like Jericho's a tag team slut. <laughs> that was a thing. No to sell. <laughs> Photoshop Sorg's head onto mm, clapping monkey. Done. Okay. Excellent. All right. Alex, Alex uh, can that? I can be- make it happen. I can edit that like in two seconds. <laughs> oh no! If, if I wasn't worried about my bandwidth, I'd be doing it right now. So, <laughs> so yeah, he's he has to push that chroma key going on behind him. So I don't want to push that. Uh, but um, um, you can be part of this rat race too at Patreon.com/slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. Oh boy. Uh, anyways, so um, with that. This is the freeform portion of the show where whatever is on your mind, wrestling wise. Uh, and I didn't get any comments from. Hold on, I, I got to check in with the chat room to see what just happened. Just everybody's mad at me for screwing <laughs> up at the beginning of the show and letting them finish the King of the Hill episode here on this Tuesday night. So there's that. Uh, so, <laughs> by the way, um, Sorg, it, it's the last Mayhem show in the Agent in the Era of Orange, which is lovely. I wasn't bringing that up, but okay. Um, but it, Sorg, it's a wonderful day. Well, speaking of Eris. There was big news this weekend yes, was. for us yes, to discuss. Yes. There was an announcement of the next three WrestleManias. Three. 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 The, the, maybe three and a half because one's a two-day. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know. So officially, they're going to give it a try again and go back to Tampa Bay for WrestleMania this year. So hopefully, like, who who needed to jump off a pirate ship? Was that Kevin Owens? Yeah, oh, Kevin Owens. The only thing Absolutely. missing is Kyrie Sane. In the pirate ship, so maybe maybe she'll come back for the rumble. Mm, maybe maybe. Sorg, uh, I have an update on this. Hmm. Kevin Owens over the weekend just simply tweeted a picture of the pirate ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just simply, he did that. That's you, all. You gotta, like, be, you gotta give credit. Like him jumping off the WrestleMania sign that wasn't a cinematic oh match was like one of the highest moments of last year's. I'm going to put in quotations WrestleMania. I'm going to say it was one of the highest moments of last year. (laughs) It was. No, I'm serious. That was wild because it takes two people to point to the sign, but to jump off that motherfucker, (laughs) that's your guy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
that's your guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, everyone has pointed to the sign. Only one person's jumped off it. Yeah. I kind of wish he was pointing at it while he was jumping, just for the fun of him, just like well, he didn't way down he did for it. Swanton, so like when he flipped upside down, his arms were pointing at it. Not wrong. <laughs> genius. No, that's all no. it is. He's a <laughs> wrestling genius. And yeah, yeah, that's why Kevin Owens is amazing. Um, yep. So we have that. It's going to be another two day. Um, no official word as of yet, I don't think, about fans in a stadium, but I imagine they're going to try something doing I, it here. I assume based on what the NFL has done, they're definitely going to have fans. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many. Uh, to me, any is too many, mm-hmm. but. There were 16,000 at the Brown Stadium. I am shocked considering how shut down Ohio has been. You still can't yeah. do, I don't think, pro wrestling there. And then we put 16,000 people in the Brown Stadium uh, yeah. for, for last week's game. Uh, you know, it, it, we've had none here in Pittsburgh for Steelers games. Um, well, the, the, you know, just uh, close friends and family, I think they had, right? Uh, but yeah. but that that's it. So, but Florida, of course, obviously is a whole, whole different. I'd be okay thing. with that if they did that, like friends and family, like of the staff at the performance center and stuff like that. That's still, but that still seems so, that, that seems so tiny compared to, you know, you have the whole stadium and that's where, that's where I, it, I can't imagine, like they have to do something where maybe they'll let in like 5,000 fans spread out oh, and then the more. rest is Thunderdome. It's going to be more than that. Yeah. I, yeah. It's going to be more I, than that. I, like, I wouldn't be surprised if you see like a virtual Thunderdome in the upper bowls of the stadium. Hey, oh, I, I think that's for sure happening just to fill the space, right? Um, just to make there are usually like 14k at Raymond James for the Bucks games. 14k, so yeah. okay, okay. Well, I mean, think about it. you'll be able to, technically, they'll probably be able to allow more people in there because I think the football state, like the, the green uh, field, excuse yeah. me, yeah, the field takes up more room than you would need for WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. You spread them out. What? You do something. So because I mean, you know, versus in, in comparison, I think there were. Uh, hopefully, somebody can give me the number of what what they did at Tokyo Dome because they had limited. So I think they limited to five. Yeah, but 000. Tokyo Dome is way different than what we're. Oh, I, yeah. I, I but it's my only comparison yeah. point is what I'm saying. Um, oh yeah, okay. for how a wrestling show can look in COVID area era with a lower number of fans. Now, granted it's in a dome and, and the dark corners and the bleachers are going to be like kind of blacked out. And you only notice them like very faintly in the background in some of the shots during wrestle kingdom. Um, but like, obviously they want to have fans in, I mean, we're seeing, you know, mixes of that between the NXT setup and what, you know, obviously the, uh, uh, AEW is doing at Jacksonville. Unfortunately, we won't be able to see what that's going to look like in Miami. Cause that is not happening now. Yeah. So I was going to say, I oh, listened, yeah. I listened to just for wrestling news this morning. <laughs> so Wrestle kingdom, uh, this year was 12,000 on night one, 7,000 or about 8,000 on night two. So okay. 20,000 total. Okay. Uh, Tampa Bay, I think with the football field, they could probably let in about 5,000-ish plus more fans than what they have okay. with capacity, and it's also Florida. So they're going to try to go as much as they can. Yeah. Sadly, sadly I think you're going to yeah, get sadly, but... both days. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Was that, Mike? You had some cross talk. I think, I think sadly you're going to get at least 20,000 both days. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's, well, it'll be an interesting test, won't it, to see how many people will go all out for this. Are there enough people that are still kind of iffy? Or is there enough people that would just go all out and do the whole WrestleMania thing that are not iffy? Um, I I think, I think the way they do tickets, mm -hmm. there has some kind of responsible way of doing it. Uh, By comparison, I I, I I feel like you should only allow residents of Florida. Well, here's another thing. Um, On, uh, for comparison purposes and something that I, I you know they did in Japan that I don't think anybody could do without backlash here in the states um if you bought your ticket at Wrestle Kingdom you had to um there was a code under your seat or on your seat for you to scan you had to download an app and become part of the contact tracing system Oh, that'd be lovely. We would never do that here. No, we would never do that here. Unfortunately, we would never do that. Here. I think, but it's. I think it's a. It's a great idea. Oh, you know, that's, if you're that's do an it. amazing idea. That's that's actually one of that's one of the best ideas I've ever heard. <laughs> oh yeah, that was great. I mean, they had that. They had a, so that they couldn't cheer mm-hmm. the entire time. Yeah, they had to be quiet and use the boomsticks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like like Mike said, that's never going to happen here. It's never going to happen. Here. No, no. But it's a. It'll be an interesting test to see. What the, their allowed capacity is versus because that's one of the big conversations even with indie wrestling and Jordan you you've probably been a part of those conversations too right where it's like you know we could have shows but how many are enough people even going to sh- feel comfortable to show up if we did true yeah if we're yeah that, that was the case with a lot of uh, different places I know I believe IWC had some shows mm-hmm. out of the Wild Thing Stadium that they did last year too me personally even if there was shows I was not going to wrestle on them yeah um, just for Which like is- with my with my business I am technically an essential worker being in the news business. So I have to go to work in order to, you know, to make a living basically. So I can't put my health in jeopardy with that. And I'm not going to wrestle until I get the vaccine to begin with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just think, I think it gives the wrong message, you know, especially if you're in the middle of a pandemic to be trying to uh, coax people into a situation that could be detrimental to their health. Yeah. And And this is personal choice that, you know, to each their own. Right. Um, absolutely yeah the, personal choice yeah you know, do what you gotta do you know just be safe about you it you don't know everybody's situation you know obviously you, you get put down for two weeks that's a problem for you i get put down for two weeks that's a problem for me too because I'm, I'm the sole you know proprietor you know so it's like mm-hmm. i literally can't work <laughs> so I, and I, exactly. also wonder, I also wonder if we're gonna have new restrictions once um uh, well, well, let's, just say, let's just say after Thursday. Yeah, I, I know. Not to get political, but this is something that affects wrestling. Is what's yeah, going to happen I mean, after after Wednesday? You know, the whole country could go on lockdown after this. Yeah, and I think and I think that is a strong. I think that is a strong thing to say that like an entirety lockdown thing. But I think there's going to be a new uh, method and how that is going to affect things like our WrestleManias and our well, Super Bowls. More Super Bowl. What's that? I'm thinking the Super Bowl. I don't yeah. think there's going to be fans allowed at the Super Bowl. Supposedly, there's uh, already tickets being sold from I, uh, what I was told, I believe, on uh, yeah, the wrestling would, yeah. news. Yeah, I they have to refund all those tickets. Yeah, yeah, which obviously I, is, is an It option. wouldn't shock me. wouldn't no. shock me in the least. So what does that do there? Obviously, you know, hard hit is a lot of the independent professional wrestling, especially here in Pennsylvania, uh, uh, that, you know, as we just spoke about. Uh, so it, it's it's it, it's this is this is a developing story it's still a developing story and there's another shift in the story you know and yeah. tina, um, tina's asking the chat, sorry alex uh, tina's just asking in the chat room uh if the indies would follow suit with shows for mania weekend and with access I, good questions good questions yeah. i mean ideally oh, yeah. we, ideally I those tickets would be half sold by now to be honest. what's that uh, I jordan think, I think some of the indies would still have shows 
Um, yeah. I know, like, at least recently, Big Gay or um, Effie's having his big show mm-hmm. uh, coming up, I think, in a week or so. Oh, really? And I think, yeah, I think he's still having the Big Gay brunch. I'm not sure. Uh, I'd have to check again. But I, I think they'd still be doing a lot of shows down in Tampa okay. for WrestleMania season. Uh, Alex, you were about to say? Yeah, um, the, the the main uh, on the on the topic of the indie shows, I, I think yeah, I think they're almost one hundred percent going to do something because uh, we saw uh, the collective, the the group involved with like GCW and all of them, yeah, uh, when they weren't able to do their shows at um, WrestleMania weekend, they just recently finally did the collective. I think in Indianapolis or in that general area in October. So I think they might try to do some limited capacity version of that mm. for Mania Weekend, just so that they can say that they finally got to do some kind of Mania Weekend shows. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up to kind of go touch on the seeding situation for Mania, uh, I'm trying to remember, did Wrestle Kingdom have like floor seeding? Because I feel yes. like there was not like, because I feel like that would probably be the biggest concern with like how they arrange seating, assuming they don't try to just do... well what they would normally do it's a, it's like a, it's, I just, it's a little bit of everything isn't it because even if you're up in the bleachers you got somebody potentially right behind you breathing in your direction right right so I hate right, right, right. It. like i think they kind of have a kind of have a model for how they should do floor seating hmm. um if you look at the and i don't like bringing this up but the saudi shows hmm. like the saudi shows the floor seating it's very spaced out mm-hmm. yeah no, that's people. actually a good point yeah yeah like actually you're right i think if anything actually the way you when you bring that up i think that would actually be more the way to go is to focus on spread out floor seating Um, and then limited like bleacher seating i don't know so here's a little peek at at wrestle kingdom please don't take me down new japan on youtube um (laughs) but so you you can see the fans out there you can see yeah you know i mean they don't look spaced out from this angle but when they would do shots out there there definitely are um oh yeah yeah. they're not they're not any like they're nowhere near the commentary table for no. example like and, they're i see that now. yeah they're they're definitely like and, the, and that's just like the front row of the seats and this is right before the like uh japan recently went into a social uh, i'm sorry a um state of emergency that week i believe they officially announced maybe the day or two after wrestle kingdom itself um they sold a new year's dash on like that wednesday i think without a, they were already on restrictions like i think they already halted ticket sales things like that but they're still currently doing the um the uh what do they call it? The New Beginning Tour, um, the Road to New Beginning Tour, and that has been. I mean, they're they're kind of smaller venue kind of shows, and you can see they're very spaced out in the in the bleachers and stuff. This is, I believe, this morning show that we're looking at here, probably during the cleaning mm-hmm. time. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's. I mean, it looks like uh, this looks like you know not as many people, but space out wise, like what I expected when we did uh, Pro Wrestling Conquest down in uh, Charleston, West Virginia, back in November. Um, you know, people are spaced out. You know, and and. And it's not a huge place, but you know, but there's there's been reservations. Uh, uh, I mean, reservations, honestly, but, you know, that that terrifies me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm not saying um, ter- like I'm okay with football yeah. for the most part because it's open air. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like like, but something enclosed like that, like even the Tokyo Dome. Tokyo and stuff that terrifies well, me. Well, consider I imagine something like the contact tracing is even happening at these shows. Um, I, I also remember that this is a culture that I was already um, um, better, like a better way of saying it, down with the mask wearing before all of this. So you know, there's better yeah. compliance there. There's better hygiene uh, considerations. 
Um, listen, man, I remember the NXT show the month before every the the, the month everything <laughs> locked down, and it was it was uh it was before the show after the show, but there was a guy in there just like while we were all just like going through the motions, going to the bathroom, washing our hands, eating in the background, going. It's here, man. You guys got to wash your hands. It's all around us. It's coming, man. Like, he was like an end of world, you know, the end is nigh guy about the virus in the bathroom I mean, at Full Sail. It was weird. Was he wrong? <laughs> he was right. He was right. I'm like, that crazy, so, that crazy hey. dude in the in the bathroom was right about everything. Wow. Yeah, sorry. Sork still has the distinction of being at the last live NXT at Full Sail. I was on, oh, the, boy. I was oh. on the like edge of the world, like wondering, like, man, am I going to be able to get home okay before this thing falls apart? Thankfully, it lasted another week. But and I mean, I'm like freaking Ground Zero at Florida, you know. Hey, so I want to point something out. Uh, our friend Dave Podner pointed out in chat, some somewhat dinner theater like, and you know what? I'm going to say it. Uh, for for you indie wrestling promotions out there that are looking to do a show Mania weekend, get yourself a dinner theater set up. No, 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 no. Explain, wait, 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 Explain to me more than you have to. Explain to me the dinner theater setup. All right. Um, and keep in mind, I'm trying to figure out how to work this with with you know the limited capacity that we could allow given everything going on. Uh, you have a, you have a few tables set up at, you know, socially distant from ringside. You allow like maybe a family, like families of four at most or something to a certain extent. You know, and I'm just trying to use general numbers here and you, you provide a meal and a show, you know, that's, that's the real basic breakdown. Okay. Oh, like medieval times, but with wrestling. Yeah. There you go. So here's the, so here's the issue with the uh, the dinner theater uh, style that you would do that is because with most restaurants that are going on now is whenever you have food and or drink you're allowed to take off your mask unless you space people out at least you know five to twenty yards away from each other yeah all that contact stuff is still going to be a thing even if it's open air yeah shoot um, you're right we'll have to do that in like three years so so the yeah, answer, never mind. We'll do that in three years' time. We'll do that when we when we bring WrestleMania to Hollywood. Yeah. There, there you go. go. There also, you go. Think about think about the uh, the fan mentality as well. They're going to see their friends that they haven't seen in like the past, you know, six months. They're going to go to that table. They're going to see another paper. They're going to go to that table and that table and that table. So unless you start blocking them off with like, I think um, what was that Kelly Kelly's Diner down on the uh, Strip has like igloos for each table that yeah. they do. Yeah. Unless you do it that way, then sure. But I don't think dinner theater is going to work for that either. Outdoor dinner yeah, theater. Even Got the it. igloos. Even the igloos aren't good. Like, and that's another thing. Like, the ticket sales. Like, there's no way you're going to be able to prevent like third party retailers. No, no. There's no, no way no. you're going yeah, to be. Able to uh, look, AEW, AEW had the problem with yeah. the clusters. Yeah, yeah. Like AEW does it because they're doing Daily's place, and Tony Khan owns that. that yeah. yeah, Tony Khan owns that stadium, so he can do whatever he wants, and like they're able to control that. But there ain't no way you're going to be able to like sit people in groups at WrestleMania. I think also too with uh, AEW, I think you have to have proof of a uh, testing. I think too, like a COVID test mm-hmm. a week. I think oh, you okay. have to. Okay, so I think that's the other way they get around that as well. That's good. Um, that's good. Uh, there, there's no way that's going to happen for WrestleMania. No, oh, no. no, absolutely not. No. Um, 
So yeah, at that at that capacity, it'd probably be an issue. Um, it'll be interesting to see how this works out. Uh, of course, we're in early days of this. We're purely speculating on a lot of stuff right now. Um, you know, from tomorrow on, I think we'll even have a better idea after next week's show. So, uh, <laughs> to be honest, yeah. like let's just let's just breathe and see how things go for a couple of days yeah. here. Let's go. So, um, everything the age of Ultron. Everything is speculative until things are signs and the uh, eyes are dotted and things are uh, happening or not happening. Um, but uh, I would want to bring my e-reader and she's exactly right. What's that? <laughs> Jen Carlin said I would want to bring my e-reader. To WrestleMania? She's a, yeah, she's exactly right. Oh. <laughs> you're talking about your, your <laughs> issue with the smoother? Out of curiosity. Oh, so, we have, do we have to tell the story again? Yes, Jordan. Yeah, like, I would love to see like like Mike's top pick for e reading at WrestleMania. No, 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 no. There's a, so so. Okay, uh, fast forward about about two minutes if you've heard this story a hundred times. But yeah. Jordan's uh, going to get it now. All right, so Jordan, um, um, myself and two of our friends of the show, the Carlinses, went to WrestleMania 34, uh, the last one that was in New Orleans. Okay, and I had my iPad Mini with me. Uh, just because you know, I, I would I would walk around before going to the shows and stuff, and listen to the podcasts, and occasionally like take pictures with it and stuff. Um, I brought it to every show, every single show. Uh, we went to Takeover, we went to um, uh, Lucha versus TNA, we went to WrestleMania, we went to Raw. Brought it to every single show. It was in my bag the whole time. We get to SmackDown the last day of the the last show of the week, basically. And I get stopped at the front gate saying, I can't go in because I have a tablet on me. <laughs> okay. I, I get stopped. I get stopped at the smoother. Matt Carlin's is pointing out. It's, a, it's at the Smoothie King Center, but they call it the smoother uh, or the blender, as we found out. Um, but, and I get into a heated argument. I'm like, listen, I brought this everywhere i brought it to mercedes-benz yesterday like I, I brought it to every single event that i've gone to and they're like nope sorry can't let you in you gotta bring that back to your car i'm like i walked here we're at a hotel like two miles away he's like well you gotta bring it back i'm like all right fine so i took my ticket and i walked away i walked up to a different entrance <laughs> and they they again stopped me for the tablet and i said oh no it's not a tablet it's an e-reader and they're like Oh, okay. <laughs> so I walked right in, and as I was walking into the building, I see Matt and Jen Carlin's coming up the escalator at the same time. So I just started screaming Ember Moon's theme song. <laughs> so was this just the Capitol Police that was doing security there, or what? what <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it was because no one had an issue with it before, but it was just like. I'm like, all right, fine. I'm from New York. I'll get around this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't stop Mike from his wrestling, no matter no, what. Absolutely not. No and like the best, thing, like I just burst in. Ember, start the fire. <laughs> just I'm, not even mad. I'm impressed. That's that's impressive. Yo, you get <laughs> Michael talk his way into anything you want to get into. Anyways, mm-hmm. hey, so uh, I, I want a uh, great conversation, uh, but I want to move on. First of all, I want to give a shout to, uh, hey, uh, you, you might be WrestleManias. What's that? <laughs> so you're going to talk about the other two WrestleManias. Oh, we didn't even talk about the uh, They're happening. Yeah, they're, Dallas next yeah. year, Hollywood. And, and then um, Hugh Can't See Me said WrestleMania goes Hollywood in two years. 
And Tina said WMS lead up then. And Heck I, yeah, you'll love to hear I it. Well, hell yes. well, chances are I'm probably going to be working that weekend because they, they moved. The f- now, my events are penciled in because who knows, right? But yeah, I'm supposed to be in Florida or California. Which was it? I was somehow, I, somehow it's the same year that WrestleMania is again. And it's killing me. Uh, but anyways, um, because they will always drop that date for that event, WrestleMania weekend, I swear. So, and and I believe this year we were supposed to be in Hollywood, and I was supposed to go to Hollywood on the work trip, and I was going to go to WrestleMania after work was done. That was the plan. Oh, wait. No, no, no. It was this year because I was supposed to have my honeymoon in California. That's right. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Weekend, mm-hmm. because that also coincided with my wife's spring break. That's right. So we we were going to go to WrestleMania and then go to Hawaii. And then I would have been working in Van Nuys and I would have wrapped by about 3:30 and I'd be getting catching a lift down to wherever the hell that stadium is. We we basically would have had an entire mayhem meetup at WrestleMania oh, yeah. on the West Coast. You go look at the, 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 I, I, I was I was planning on trying to go. You you, as you well. go check out the Carlins and Mad Mike recap video and and it would have been that. <laughs> You know, but in like California, because like, there would have been like eight of us. Yes, <laughs> right. Hey, like, sorry, uh, that I think it was. I think it was actually the same year that the Carlinses and and then Mike hung out. Like we hung out at three and like that's right. We're hanging out in California. Where you were at we're watching to go watch the freaking yeah. uh, Lucha versus TNA show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Alex comes out to my hotel room up in Van Nuys, like off the airport, because there's this like sweet like airport situation where they shot like a bunch of movies, and uh, and we're just like, hey, our friends are there at WrestleMania, but at least like I'm out here in California watching in this hotel room with you. <laughs> it was great. We we did our own midweek war th- we did. that, that we did. night and everything. Anyways, I've been trying to get IndieWrestling dot network. It's right there. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. Well, a lot, of, a lot of stuff has gone on there. Over four hundred hours of content. I think we might be hitting four fifty or or five by now. To go check, double check that math. But of course, a lot of great stuff, including hey Jordan Styles himself. Uh, Doing a lot of stuff with <laughs> between RWA and Rise yeah, and Rise. What's that? I was think... just excited to see Stana Styles up on the screen there. That's yes. <laughs> <laughs> so go check it out. Uh, new content, Vicious Outcast Wrestling. Uh, the back catalog there has been going up as well. Several new titles a month, including just uploaded to the network. We, it's going to go public here in the next day or so. But there's about, I think there's about eight hours of Lee Moriarty that we just uploaded. Uh, a new best of uh, with them go uh, roll through his uh, rise uh, career. I believe it also has the stomp out cancer shows as well uh, as a part of that. Uh, so go check that out. That also be on uh, DVD and VOD as well. Uh, but uh, there you go. Indie wrestling network. And thank you everybody that's still supporting what's going on over there at Indie wrestling dot us, Indie wrestling dot network. Uh, check out the Indie wrestling dot us show over on grind city TV. Uh, on the uh, Roku and uh, Android app or grindcity.biz. That's every Wednesday night at 11 p.m. We've been featuring a lot of stuff from Indie Wrestling. Uh, I'm sorry, Indie, Indie Mayhem show as well as uh, matches from IndieWrestling.us. Uh, uh, so a lot of uh, cool stuff for you to check out on your TV there. So, um, And speaking of which, we got with us, of course, the successful St. Jordan Styles. He's got the... He's got... <laughs> He's showing he's showing off the hardware if you're uh, with us uh, on audio. Uh, two Emmys. There's number three. 
He's got a trio. He's got a menage a... He's got an Emini Menage Trois. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's been a while since I took French. I'm going for a fourth this year. What's what's French for Le Emmy? Le Emmy Trois. Le Emmy. This is uh this is Amelia. Amelia. This is Emma, and this is Emmy. Emmy Junior. You named them. Why would I not? Yeah, I, I would have babies. Oh, should I, should I name my Slammy? Yes, yes. Now, now do, I, do I name the award or do I name both men in it? Oh, no. Award single. They're both the same person, even though okay. the top one is high-fiving somebody. That I'm is one award, one name. Okay. So, um, what do you got? Well, you know, all right. So I won this Slammy legitimately. Um, it's... <laughs> No, it's true. Okay. I know. Okay. Y'all are laughing, but it's absolutely true. Uh, there was one year WWE did best crowd, best crowd response, and it was at the it was at um, a crowd I was at. It was the post WrestleMania Raw on my birthday, the day after WrestleMania twenty nine, and that's what crowd won the Emmy. So everyone in that arena at the time is a Slammy Award winner. So I finally Correct. got my award in the mail. That is legit. I assume, I assume everyone else's is on the way. Um, <laughs> you assume they're on the way? Okay. I'm, I'm oh, guessing. Okay. I don't know. Um, so I will, I will name this Slammy Ziggs. Because that's when Dolph Ziggler cashed in his money in the bank. And that's probably why we won the Slammy. Because we all win ape shit. That is, I, I like that name. That is a beautiful name. Uh, you better take good care of Ziggs. Absolutely. Because And now that you have an award, you are legally allowed and obligated to brain anybody in the face that you want with it. Oh, yeah. I, I do that all the time. Oh, no. It's, oh, it's, no. It's oh, illegal. no. Okay, excellent. Like, I mean, when the, when the Mayhem show comes into person again, just sword, watch out, you know. Mm. I'm, I'm just he's, he's I'm legally allowed to do it. I'm testing. It's, yeah. it's got a good thud so, to it. There's yeah, there's proper etiquette for for braining people, all right? Yeah. You grip it like you do. <laughs> hand goes down here and you click. Yep. You got to okay. get the wrist into there cuz that corner's what, you know, knocks them out I, there. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. I want a lot that way. So. Okay. Right. They come within your your no-no square of your social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> social distance. Immediately. Oh, uh, sword. No-no mm -hmm. square. Sh Show title. What is even happening? My no no square. Your title, the no no square. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. You don't want them in that no no square. That's <laughs> thing one hundred and one. What? You brain them with I an award. Think, I think if twenty twenty had been branded with "Don't let anyone in your no no square," <laughs> we would not be in the in the bad shape we're in. No, we would not. Because people it's, can understand that. To remember. Everyone Everyone's Everyone like, would wear a mask. Anyone in my no-no square. Look, I would I would wear a mask immediately if the threat of being brained with a gold piece of metal, like immediate on. I don't even care. I'll wear a mask right now just for the thought of it because that's terrifying. <laughs> you, I don't see you wearing a mask. Immediate. You're laughing, Sorg. I'm I know, this I'm is great. I love this because I'm actually thinking no. of the branding opportunities. <laughs> So one of my favorite things, like when, when all this first started, was I saw a clip of Canadians walking around with hockey sticks 
to keep people at a distance. And I'm like, fucking Canada gets it right every time. There you go. There you go. Every uh, fucking time. Like, just tweet an anti-masker as a fucking knuckle fuck. Just take him out. In the meantime, I, we, we have the PSAs for the mass that, that like Bro and Zeke and, and BC have been doing. I, I need Jordan to do one now for social distancing. Oh, I would uh, so, gladly do one with you. You kind of uh, just did one, but I, I kind of wanted like a, a shot one. <laughs> Man, you definitely need an official one to official one. square. I, I will film, edit, light one. It's just immediately, just anytime I walk past a person and I'm mid promo and they like start coughing. Immediate. Oh, <laughs> send that over. We will put it in the rotation for sure. Sorg. Sorg. How, how, how dangerous are the Mayhemies going to be this year? Because I'm a little <laughs> nervous about all this chat. We've never had a physical oh, Mayhemi, so I don't know. But I, I think if we do have the Mayhemies this year, we obviously have to have Jordan presiding over them. Yes, oh, absolutely. Yes. I did the, the Rise Wrestling Award show. Yes, I remember that. And it was a success, even though the main event decided to attempt to steal my Emmys. Mm-hmm. That was unacceptable. But I got them back. Good people. I don't want to die. So, kids who are watching at home, if you don't wear your mask, I will find you. I will find you in your school, in your house, at your local Walmart, possibly Dollar Tree. I don't know where you extra shop at, but I will find you. And I will brain you with an Emmy. Adults, you will get brained with two Emmys. Once in the store, and the second time when you get to the hospital, I will just show up there like Stone Cold, dressed as a surgeon, turn around and say, here's your second coronavirus shot. Media. And I guarantee you, you will not catch coronavirus again because you will have about, eh, we'll say 16 pounds of gold up your ass. All right. You will die. I will find you. Wear your mask. Social distance. Or you will get brain with an Emmy. Also, follow the Wrestling Mayhem Show and join IndieWrestling.com or .us because if you don't, I will also hit you with an Emmy. And then I will tag in Mike, who is he's around here. Show, show Mike real quick, please. Show Reach Mike. for the hot tag. Reach for the hot tag. Yeah, for the hot tag. Right hot there. Tag. He will brain you with a slammy. So if you don't want to die via gold, do the right thing. All right. Wow. Later, extra. Uh... Bam. I think he just there shot the. Go. I think that was the PSA. I just need to clip that. Up there, there you go. Yeah. PSA, clip yeah. it. There you go. Do what you need to clip do. it. Cut it. Good. We can go home now. Press the um, <laughs> so check the gate. Moving on. The no no square must live on. Um, Jordan, you you do have something um wrestling adjacent, I suppose. No, it's well, you sort of. Well, uh, yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're uh, we're trending. We have the number one Paul Bear gif on Giphy right now. Oh yeah. 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 Ooh. Yeah, for my for my Twitch show. Hold on, let me see if I can find. If you type oh, in, I'm, I'm thinking, what, yeah. gif, what gif is it? It's a it's a video of uh, Beck who I bought her a Paul Bear realistic mask, and this <laughs> is hyper realistic. You can buy it on Amazon for forty bucks, best forty bucks I've ever spent. And uh, yeah, Shit. we wear these masks during our Twitch show. Oh boy! Uh, matter of fact, I think I still have. It's just uh. <laughs> oh my lord! Yeah. Is that oh just my that lord! Kidney? That's it. Um, That's it. It's beautiful. Oh, and I just found this mask. <laughs> Did you find oh, it? Oh fuck! 
Sorg, look, I will find it real quick. I will message it to you because this mask is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, I, I'm just oh, going to no, put I it found in the chat it. room. No, Sorg. no, I found it. There it is. Sorg, I'm putting it in the chat room so we can play it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, wait. The tag is still on I, it, and I'm noticing wearing the Donkey Kong T-shirt. I'm 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 appreciating that. So, I am I am not going to be able to sleep tonight. There too. That's me and that's me and her dancing with my uh, sexy Frankenberry mask on. Oh, boy. oh, oh no! Look, our Twitch page is insane. All right. <laughs> so where's the Twitch page? Uh, the Twitch page is Hub Challenge. Uh, it's a pinball Twitch streaming live stream show that we do on Twitch uh, Mondays at 6 p.m. and Wednesdays at noon. Uh, we live stream pinball because that's one of my great passions outside of the wrestling ring, and it's 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 insane. We do sad dabs and all that stuff. We have officially brought back the dab. Oh yeah, and it's not the same. And I get videos every maybe two weeks of these people just randomly sending videos of them crying into their arm doing sad dabs. Oh wait, wait, I and, got it. I got I got the gif on that one too. By the way. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> there it is. Oh, wow. I have basically given every person I face in wrestling ring free range to just destroy me anytime they want because there's, there's several masks of me just failing. Oh my God. This mask looks even more terrifying. Like on the Amazon page. Okay. So I'm messaging this to you right now. I I thought I scared people with my macho man outfit from Halloween this year. Um, That Paul bearer mask is is more shocking than anything I can think of. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. That much is certain. It is available Thank you for that, Jordan. There you go, Sword. Add that to the show immediately. <laughs> right now, add that to the show. I kind of just want I want to take the image of the mask and just like randomly post it on Twitter because he's looking <laughs> down. So it's like whatever tweet is below this shocks Paul Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Just see what random things come up because of it. Oh no, there's more pictures. There's more pictures happening here. I just found mm-hmm. more on your Facebook page. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the thing is, it's just blurred enough. It actually looks like it's Paul Bear. Because the lighting is kind of washed on some of them. Yeah. It's yeah. like the ghost of Paul Bear, which it is does. even more terrifying. <laughs> What what I can say, uh, oh, yeah. they debuted that mask on the show. Uh, I don't know if we lost viewers or we gained viewers. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I'm I pretty sure. You need to find a big concrete block and just put the mask on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> we did that when we were viewing. So uh, on our show, we do uh, what's called hup lights that I added because I have Emmy. So I got to edit some stuff. And uh, we basically made these short clips of our show uh, that you can see. That was from our uh, Elvira stream that we had the last time. And <laughs> a lot of the hub lights revolve around the goofiness that happens on our show. And when we showed the Paul Bearer mask again, uh, it, the whole thing just blew up. And then we went on to Giphy and we started creating GIFs of it. And I think overnight it got up to about 30,000 views. Of just the uh, the Paul Bearer mask, and I'm checking now. We did give you about, we'll say about a month ago, and we're already over 1.5 million views on Giphy. And yeah, just the 2021 GIF of that—it's it's so much fun. And I'm not gonna lie, 
you're really making me yearn for pinball. So <laughs> I can tell you oh, that I can tell you that with the pandemic that's going on, the pinball places in Pittsburgh have done an astronomical job of keeping things sanitary, clean, and safe. Uh, places you can go kick back, which is in Lawrenceville, where we stream sometimes. Uh, they actually have stations for each pinball machine with sanitizer and hand wipes. That's so you fun. can wipe down the machine whenever you're done. Masks are obviously required. And uh, Helicon Brewing, which is on Oakdale, which is our main streaming place, uh, is as well. They have hand sanitizer and stuff. There's over 40 machines there, and they do have a WrestleMania machine Ooh. for pinball that is there that has the old school gray white on it and a bunch of other old wrestlers. Luke Harper's on it as I, well. I've played that one before. Mm-hmm. That one's a lot of fun. We got to stream it again soon. Yeah, I know that, that one chat, is a lot of here. fun. Yeah, Bex in the chat. She's putting all of our stuff in there. We're going to stream WrestleMania again. Nice. Happen. We actually had uh, our Yeet Squad, which was Brohemoth, me, uh, Tatiana Rose, Zeke Mercer, Ronnie Starks. Uh, we all had a show together. We played pinball on one of our shows, and Zeke was awful. <laughs> he doesn't know what pinball is. I, that's what I said. He was like, what's left and right? And I'm like, just stop. But he finally beat me. And as soon as he was getting ready to enter in his score, the power went out in the station. <gasps> so oh, no. he's still he's still defeated. Zeke's still terrible at pinball. Well, I mean, so, obviously. So Sorg, we would love to have you guys come out on the show as well. Definitely needs to happen. Definitely needs yeah, to happen. Up there. We see if uh, we can see if Dutters is up for it. I, uh, I want. Oh man, I wonder if the pinball place in New York City is open. Mm, I don't know. It might be New York it City. Might be. I, I don't even know if I, I don't want a chance going down to the city. That's yeah. the because yeah. I there's a all right. You want to know the sad thing about the pandemic for me right now? Mm-hmm. There is an arcade bar that opened up this summer. Oh, I was able to go there once. Right there in Poughkeepsie. Uh, right, right in Beacon. Like okay. literally, I can walk to it. I can walk to it. It it opened up in the summer. I got to go the second weekend it opened. I had an amazing time. I spent like ten dollars and quarters. I played Avengers Pinball. I played Revolution X. Mm-hmm. I played Jam. I played The Simpsons. I played like it has the best selection of games I could ask for. And then someone complained, and now all the games are off for right now. Oh, that's trash. So, oh, and, and they were being very good too. Like they were, they were also like you couldn't play next to each other. You had to stay one machine apart. They were spraying everything down. Like they were being really good about it. And I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. This this summer may not be so bad after all. And someone bitched, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> uh, and 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 Beck is freaking out. Revolution X. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that, we need to play that game too. We can't find one. Music. Pittsburgh, so. Music is the weapon. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. This is great. Any any game where you team up with Steven Tyler and shoot CDs at ruffians, sign the fuck up. So Replay Effects, which unfortunately has closed down yeah. uh, recently, had a revolutionary or a Revolution X, and we played it. It was the first time I've ever played this game, and I could not believe what was going on. Mm-hmm. It's the random, hey, baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, like my big arcade thing was I was in the I was in the smart class, the, the, I don't know, quote, gifted class or whatever, where like you learned how to play chess and shit. And mm. we would go to Slippery Rock University 
and and it was for like equations and linguistics and these like you know these smart people games I sucked at. Uh, but I didn't care how bad I did in those because they had a sweet arcade there in this in the building that the competitions were held, and that's where I played my Mortal Kombat and my Revolution X and Primal Rage and whatever sweet arcade games were happening in the early nineties. So we went like three times a year, and it was the best time ever. Um, Jordan, whenever all this pandemic shit dies down, you guys gotta come up to New York City. Oh, we planned on it. Modern Pinball NYC is the jam. Modern Pinball NYC is great. They have um, a couple of retro pinball machines, a couple of new ones, um, and they have like they have this arcade machine in the back that has like over a hundred games on it. Nice. And they're all arcade games. They had like every incarnation of WrestleMania. Like they had Tetris. They had some NES games, which I don't even know how that's legal. It was fucking <laughs> There's a lot of Anything questions out legal there. When you have enough money. Well, yeah. <laughs> go check out the Twitch page. It's HUP challenge, H U P challenge um, over on the Twitch Oh, and also, too, if I can, um, because the award winner does not have enough, apparently, uh, our show is actually up for a Twippy, which is uh, This Week in Pinball uh, Yearly Award. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've only been streaming for six months. We're already up for the YouTube channel. So, uh, Beck, if you want to put that in the comments, I know she's in there somewhere. There you go. Uh, go ahead and vote for the Hurry Up Challenge in the YouTube. It would really help us, and I would love another award. So There you go. <laughs> the better to brain you with. Uh, in the meantime, hey, want to give a shout out to our friends over at Slice on Broadway up the street. Uh, hey, they got new pizza boxes, and I love them so far. I've, I, I just, I just read one side of it, and it says new NYC style Yinzer made on it, and there's a little pizza oath on it. Like I, I blank, uh, uh, solemnly swear that he eat the whole pizza, nothing but the pizza uh thing on the side of it it's fun uh, it and that's that's the attitude with these guys over at slice on broadway i understand well beast man surprised me last week uh showing up at my door before the show and apparently he had also uh stopped by there didn't make as big as, of a mess as he had previously uh <laughs> but uh, uh our good friends over there at slice on broadway did do great it, it looks like their they, their business is always hopping when i'm coming in. hey when i call up and and and, and they they're they give me more like hey it'll be a half an hour versus 15 minutes i count that as a good thing that means they're doing really well and everybody's warming themselves in these uh, hard pittsburgh winters with uh some slice on broadway so give a shout out to them thank you our friends slice on broadway slice on broadway.com if you're here in the Pittsburgh area or visiting when you're allowed to go places. In you know, I had no idea that they had one in Carnegie until last week. And really? I found it and immediately got excited. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's a couple blocks away from my house and mm-hmm. I, I'm getting it all the time now. I'm so excited. That was, a, that was their, that was their second location actually. So they, <laughs> they had that one that they got the one in PNC park with the, for, with the pirates that they closed, you know, around the pandemic times. Uh, and they got one out in East Liberty. So that's one Riz um, kicks the door down regularly. Don't kick the door down. I'm sorry. Don't know. I don't want to start that again. Kick the door in. No. <laughs> kick the door in. Yeah. Don't kick it down. That's disrespectful. To be fair, you, you don't, don't want to touch anything with your hand. So it actually kind of applies now. So Exactly. It's social yeah. distancing. I, the one here has a doorknob. So I don't, I don't recommend it. So 
right. it's just kicking it in enough to establish dominance over the pizza. That's Friendly. all it is. <laughs> See, Sorg, Jordan gets it. He is look. However, you boys. open the door, make sure you tell them that the Mayhem Show sent you. Okay. Yes, that's thank all we're you, Alex, to get. for bringing it at home that's for us. That's how, that's what we're trying to get <laughs> wow. at. Here. That's the important takeaway. Thank you, Alex, for that. Uh, You're welcome. We will be back. Please send me some pizza. We will be back after these messages. And uh, we're going to talk about the uh, homework real quick. And then Mayhem Mania commences. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. What's up? It's the Gigabyte Grizzly Brohemoth. And... This is a messed up time we live in, so I need you all to do me a favor. Wear your mask. Like this? Not like this? Or like this? Or like this? Like this. Wear your mask. It's for your safety and mine. Because if I see you without one, I'm going to pump kick a mask onto your face. Got it? We are back. Wrestling Mayhem Show here in Sorgatron Media Studios. Of course, with us is... Is... Uh-oh. Uh oh, we broke something. There it is. Okay, there it is. Uh, with us, of course, Mad Mike, still with us, still Slammy Award winner, of course. Mm-hmm. And now, now I know how to not only properly display it, but assault people with it. There you go. There you go. We all learned something tonight, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, you learned that from the successful Saint Jordan Styles. Please go check out Hup Challenge over on the Twitch and and vote for them for award things. We'll get you the link on the social media. Probably in our, our notes too, if you're catching this later. Uh, and of course, Alex Cars of OccupyProWrestling.com. We're going to get the mayhem in a minute, but first we have our last homework of a while. Actually, we're going to. It takes a lot of time for Mayhem Mania, so we're going to put a little. We're going to put a little halt to the homework for the time being. Uh, it's all right, uh, and of course, uh, Mayhem Mania is like our summer vacation. It is kind of like it's like our, it's our spring break, except it's still snowing oh, outside. Yes. Okay, I like that. I like that. It's our there you go. Our mayhem season. 15, our fifteen week long spring break. Yes, our fifteen <laughs> week long. What for every year the mayhem show. Um <laughs> but the homework was Royal Rumble nineteen ninety two, the match. This was the one first one that was for the the WWF World Heavyweight Championship, the one where famously Ric Flair won it. Um mm-hmm. I know this by heart because I wore out the VHS tape growing up. Uh, so I think most of us do, uh, but, uh, uh, it, and, and I honestly didn't get through the whole thing because life, uh, but I did get up to the undertaker entrance, which I think was 20. And that was enough for me to remember the good yeah. old times. I, I forgot about this, that, um, because of the controversy between taker and Hogan for the title, they were given preferential treatment in the numbers. Top, top, uh, top 10, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. That I, I forgot about that. I, I feel like that's a gimmick that should come back. Mm-hmm. Not just because it's always like either cool it's, it's either number one or or number thirty these days, right? Yeah, exactly. Like like a top like a, a a bottom three entrant that that'd be kind of a cool thing to do. Like mm-hmm. like you do a battle royal and the last person in the ring like gets preferential number placement or something like that. Like that'd be interesting. I forgot Ric Flair was number three. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, it, it was fun. Like this was like I love this match. It, it was it was peak WWF for me. Uh, you mm-hmm. know what I grew up on. It was like the culmination of everything WWF before I got weird. 
uh, yeah. for for my era. You know, Hulk Hogan was there. Ric Flair was there. This new guy, Ric Flair, that I learned about in this era. The uh, real and, world yeah. champion. Yes, in 1991. I'm like, who is this Ric Flair? What is this other belt? I've never seen this before. Uh, <laughs> so, and uh, it, it is a, it's a who's who. You had Tito Santana was El Matador at the time. Sh- Shawn Michaels was there early in the match. Well, and Shawn Michaels had, had one of my... Because... Knowing knowing the history between Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair, and I bring this up every time this match is mentioned, in Ric Flair's last match, you have I'm Sorry I Love You. In this 92 Royal Rumble, because it was the first time they had ever met in the ring, you have I'm Sorry I Barely Know You. Because mm-hmm. he super kicks Ric Flair very early on. <laughs> but he almost doesn't hit it. So it's like, I'm sorry, you're, you're a legend. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, the Piper, I, I forgot Piper and Flair had, had had been, I guess, continuing their rivalry from years past, yeah, um, and, from the and, early 80s. And there's a dream triple threat match in here, and I've never said the term dream triple threat match before. There's a part where it's just Piper, Flair, and Jake Roberts. Mm. Get, uh, that's a triple threat match mm. to, for the ages. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just imagining the build to that match like mm-hmm. oh god that that match would have been wild mm-hmm. god so and, much. and bobby heenan we, we need to mention bobby heenan clearly pulling for rick flair this entire match and i believe the first time i ever heard the word damn it on television was this match yeah i <laughs> i can see fair. it because like that that wasn't something that they had on WWE at this point. Like, no. like when Ric Flair comes out at number three, you hear Heenan just audibly scream, "Damn it!" This is 1992. <laughs> we are still a year or so out from Monday Night Raw debuting. Yeah, I yeah, forget Raw, that. Was not a thing. No, like I I forget Raw was a thing when WrestleMania Nine happened. To be honest, and this was the afternoon. This was airing in the afternoon. This was not a nightly pay per view. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, but Sorg, I got some stats. Uh oh. This is our final exam. I, I did my homework. Sorg, how many um, Hall of Famers do you think are in this match? Oh, over under. Uh, I'm thinking over ten. Sixteen. Jeez. Sixteen out of thirty are in the Hall of Fame, and that is not including like Undertaker isn't in yet. Uh, Undertaker's not in yet. Um, and I'm not even counting that Ric Flair's a two-time Hall of Famer and Sean's a two-time Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. and Hogan will soon be a two-time Hall of Famer. Like I'm not even counting those. Sixteen people in the Hall of Fame from this match. Okay. Now, Sword, you want to hear another crazy stat? Mm. To this point, before the end of this match, when Ric Flair wins, there have been 18 people to hold the WWF Championship. Right. Five of them are in this match. That's basically a third. Yeah, a third of your company's former champions are in this match. Hmm. That's that's what, and that's not even counting the people who would win this after. Yeah, because there are a few people who would win this after. Shawn Michaels being one. Ric Flair, obviously. Sid um, is Brett in this one. Brett is not in this one. He, he must have been in a tag match earlier or something. Yeah. Um, okay. So, and I did some cumulative stats. Some cumulative stats. Um, if you take up 
the the WWE Championship wins from everyone in this match over their whole careers, you have 21 WWE Championship reigns. And you have 20 WCW Championship reigns. Now, here's the thing they'll bake your noodle. There are three former ECW champions in this match. Pre-ECW, of course. Yes. Pre-Extreme Championship Wrestling, but Jimmy Snuka won twice, and Tito Santana is a former ECW champion. Wait. Yes. Wait, what? Tito said that, that's why that's the only reason I brought it up because three doesn't sound like an impressive number. But Tito Santana is a former ECW champion. Hmm. Shane Douglas won it off of him. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I did this is the final exam. I did my fucking research. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. My research for this one, Sork. Well, okay. There you go. Uh, 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 Jordan, Alex, did you have a chance to watch this uh, uh, again or, or or recall it from before, I, guess, I suppose? Well, like I said before, I was two years old whenever it uh, had come out, so I wasn't as far into wrestling as I should have been. Um, and, of course, <laughs> with work and stuff, it was uh, a little crazy. But, I, yeah, I still already had an Emmy, though. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I came out the womb with an Emmy. It was just there. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> it oh, might have been the doctor. I'm not sure. <laughs> Your poor mother. That must be terrible. That's an. By the way, <laughs> by the way, we need an ultrasound shirt with an Emmy. Gosh. Now we think it's twins, but one's holding a little globe. We're not sure has, what's going on. Has anybody seen the creepy baby um, uh, uh, Takahashi? I think it is uh, shirt on New Japan Shop. Yes, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's, it's terrifying. You need like a version of that, maybe less terrifying, but. <laughs> Oh no! Absolutely more terrifying. Or maybe more terrifying. Yeah, well, we're at it. Why not? Yeah, I don't know if I do it. Maybe the hurt business will take that shirt too. We'll see. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! That's right. What was the shirt that they they that seems both eerily? My shirt. Both it's your both shirts. Oh no! My first black one that had the uh, the reflective gold one is their official hurt business shirt. Mm. And now Patrick uh, Alexander now has this shirt, the purple and the gold as his shirt. So. Mm. If we see Bobby Lashley coming out with a baby shirt, I'm I'm fighting somebody. Lashley, baby Lashley, we'll need that. Just come up on a storyline, baby. It'll be terrifying. Just come out with a shirt that says "Sloppy Bobby" and see if he comes. <laughs> oh gosh! So, but, uh, yeah, as far as, as far as my homework goes, um, the the most part that stood out to me was the fact that Ric Flair's championship win was overshadowed by Sid. And uh, Hulk Hogan randomly having a fight in the middle of the ring, which to this day still blows my mind and doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I would love to get your thoughts on like that that moment in time. Well, I gotta say, for, for me being uber Hulkamaniac at this time, um, I started seeing the cracks in Hulk Hogan. You know, <laughs> it was a little bit of like, wait, how Hulk Hogan's kind of being a dick right now and a sore loser. Yeah, was, it was like it was a mini heel turn almost, like yeah. him helping Ric Flair win the belt. I mean, I guess I'm like ten or eleven years old at this point, so I'm starting to figure some shit out. In- <laughs> <laughs> and I'll let you know when Sorg has finished figuring that shit out. <laughs> you guys have been on the journey with me trying to figure shit out for fifteen years on this show. <laughs> uh, oh gosh, um, eventually, Sorg. Sorg, to answer your question, uh, funny enough, I did actually watch 
the match recently. Um, despite the fact I I don't think I was necessarily required to watch it for homework, but I watched it anyways because I'm just that good a student of the we, game. We we also just uh, found out you were on the show like ten minutes before, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it, it's let, let's put it this way: if you have never seen this match before in your life, don't do it. Turn off this fucking show right now and no, just watch. No. Come back. <laughs> you know, well, you can back. Yeah, it's on demand. I mean, like, just pause the podcast. Pause the YouTube video. Watch this fucking match. This is legitimately my favorite match of all. Side note. Side note. Have you listened? They can picture in picture this stuff. Have you ever listened to like a oh, podcast? Because you need to listen to Heenan's commentary. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Like, that's you, fair. You need to li- because this Heenan and Gorilla. This is yes. peak. Oh. God, this is the best. They're they're just sublime. Like, and it's the first time they've ever said jobbed on commentary. Bobby Ian says we got jobbed out. <laughs> like Bobby Ian legit says Breaking that. Breaking kayfabe in 1992, everybody. Because he thinks he's gonna be out, like being part of Ric Flair getting a million dollars. He said monsoon. We got jobbed. Like I'm like. Sir, <laughs> who are you? Are you killing the business, Bobby Heenan? What side are you on? <laughs> Gosh, but yeah, no, that, that was great. Like one thing I didn't even realize until I watched the match again was just like the main thing you guys even brought up. Like Ric Flair was number three. Like you hear, you hear in the numbers game the whole like whenever anyone brings up the stats of the Royal Rumble over the years, they always bring up oh. You know, Ric Flair is one of those who, you know, did, you know, they went, he went the distance in, in this particular rumble. But you don't, you, you almost forget that he did so from a number three placing. Like, he wasn't like, it wasn't the number one draw of that rumble or even the number two. He was number three. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it took until, I want to say, 2006 when Rey Mysterio got number two was when he, like, either beat or came close to beating that that record for the length of time. Yeah. So it's like just imagine going like that long in between like setting records, you know? And it's like again and again, not even from a, a number two placing, from a number three. Like that's a like they've now had a few people at number one and a few people even like a couple of people at number thirty, like you I, know, I the think best it's, position. I think it's three and three. I think it's three people in number one, three people in number thirty. Right. Okay. Only, yeah, yeah. So you... only acknowledge two at number one. Right. Because we all right. know who the third one is, Stephen Murphy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's just so it's just it's just kind of it's just kind of a trip to think. Oh, Ric Flair was number three. Like he won the match from number three. Yeah. You know that that, that and I I know I'm I'm kind of hung. I sound like I'm a little hung up on that, but that's because of, that's that's. That's just kind of mind blowing to think about. It was unheard of at that point. Like that's, right. why, that's why that's why Heenan was so pissed because no one from the numbers one through five spot had ever been in the match at the end, and Rick Martel had been in there over fifty minutes at one point. And 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 also right. remember, this was if my math is right, the fifth time they did this match. Uh yeah. Uh, yep. Started in eighty-eight. 88, 88, or I believe 88 was actually the TV special. Oh, no. 88 was Duggan. 89 yeah. was uh, John Studd. Yeah. Then 1991 were Hogan. So, yeah. yeah so, this it, was it, the fifth. Yeah. Because it started, it started as a USA Network special. And yeah. then and and they started, started 20 people, not 30. Yes. So, um, but anyways, 
interesting match. Uh, definitely recommended. Also, the greatest post-match interview of all. Oh, yes. With a tear in my Put- eye. Oh. Put that cigarette out. Yes. Like, everything about this. When, when I when I was working at WWE back in the day, like when we had um our um our booths that we would randomly be logging in and everything, someone would just always randomly yell, "Put that cigarette out!" Like <laughs> just to get, just to get a pop out of everyone else. Like it, oh god, just and 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 also I I'm, I don't remember where I saw this, but I was watching a video that was even talking about this particular Rumble match. And I guess Ric Flair had revealed more recently in an, in an interview that, to, at least to an extent, maybe the entirety of it, but like the speech that he gave at the end was directed at Jim Hurd because he was the guy who oh, yeah. basically fired oh, yeah. him from from NWA at the time. I, I believe this was everything. I believe going into this was the era where they were trying to make him a Spartacus character. If oh I'm, yeah. If I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. And that's where, and then the, the controversy over the belt and, and everything. So, um, they want, wasn't that the reason he cut his hair too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, Cause but, they were going to, they were going to, I think they were going to shave him bald or something, give yeah. him an earring. Yeah. I think that was always a story going around. Yep. So, and, and Ric Flair, takes almost everyone's finisher in this match. Yes, he does. Like, he takes so many finishers in this match. He's like getting... The only person he doesn't interact with is DiBiase, and that's only because DiBiase gets eliminated as Ric Flair is coming down to the rim. Yep, yep. And which was a big thing, because I think DiBiase had the record the year before. So uh, He had... Or close to it. Yeah, he, it was, he might have had the record from the year before, but not the overall record. Yeah, Tito had a large number, too, so, you know. All right, with that, I think it's time to bring in Mainstream Matt. And also, there's a lot of people on the line right now, so they've been waiting patiently, and thank you for your patience. So, Mainstream Matt, I understand we're starting something tonight. You rang? Yes, Mm -hmm. it is time, once again, for everyone's favorite fantasy booking game, Mayhem Mania. Welcome to year number Seven of Mayhem Mania. I <laughs> oh. uh, created this seven years ago. It was a very innocent suggestion to Sorg. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. <laughs> He's regretting so, it ever. So this is a lesson to everyone. If you come up with a clever gimmick for a podcast, you will be asked back for the rest of your life. So mm-hmm. think carefully before you ever suggest that. Okay, here's how the game is played. I don't have to explain this to any of, any of you. Except for Jordan Styles, so I will explain it to you. Um, Mayhem Mania is basically a competitive thought experiment. We are trying to construct the best WrestleMania card possible within the confines of the current reality in which we are all living today. You are Vince McMahon with unlimited resources and zero self-control. So basically, oh, Vince McMahon. McMahon. Um, thanks. <laughs> so Vince McMahon, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> if they're under contract yeah, with all... WWE, if they're under contract with WWE or otherwise within the orbit of WWE's influence, they are fair game to be used in this game. Now, I must also point out, everyone that we will be discussing or trying to use are coming in their current physical, emotional, contractual pharmacological 
etc. state. So if somebody is injured, no. Now, caveat on this. We are living in the time of COVID. So some of you may ask, what's going to happen if I book a wrestler and he gets the COVID? Forget about it. This is supposed to be a pleasant diversion from our real lives. <laughs> Don't think about COVID-19. It will never be used to influence any of the matches happening in Mayhem India. However, if someone blasted out their knee a month or two ago, sorry, you can't use them. That's just a, when it comes to the eligibility of the participants. Um, tonight, we are going to create eight matches to create an eight-match card. We are going for maximum awesomeness, Jordan. Don't hold back. Singles match, tag team, triple threat, four-way, whatever you want. Don't go like with the 20-man battle royal. we got to leave some toys for everybody else. But believe me, the boundaries are made to be pushed. So, you know, let your imagination run wild. Your jobs tonight, ladies and gentlemen, will be to create one match. And then once all of our matches are created, I will be asking all of you to send one person, one individual, to space jail. Jordan, you know, there are some wrestlers that um, over the years, the folks around here have just gotten sick of seeing in matches on Mayhem Mania or, frankly, in life in general. Sometimes sometimes people write a song about those individuals. Yeah, so we have provided (laughs) them with an opportunity to blast that person through the forbidden portal, and we will lock them in space jail. They can't escape. But you don't have to worry about that tonight. All I need for you tonight is pick someone who you never, ever want to see in a match on a super card like WrestleMania. And we will name that person. That happens after we make the match. So that's the second goal. Also, also two two laps, basically, around our... We also have to remember the visual representation of Space Jail. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Okay, so so we put the names on that giant prize wheel, and then next week we will spin the wheel, and we will see if anyone escapes Space Jail. Now, Jordan, you might be thinking, (laughs) what are the odds of someone escaping Space Jail? I mean, a spin of the wheel, it could so easily land on nothing. Jordan, you'd be surprised how often people escape Space Jail. Space Jail is a minimum security facility, apparently. And uh, it's been known to happen a lot. It happened a lot last year. Okay. What is new for this year? Okay. There are some changes. There is a major change from last year. At the bequest of Sorgatron and in the interest of keeping this process swift and Mm -hmm. well-paced, instituting a 90-second shot clock for this year. Oh, fuck. It should be more than enough time for you guys to get out your match. If you have any remaining time that you don't do not want to like seed back to the next speaker, whatever they do when they're in Congress, you could feel free to lay out potential storylines or make your case. You've got 90 seconds. I feel like it's more than enough time. Um, As a result, we ask that um, all the other players uh, withhold lengthy comments while the other person is making their match. But feel free to pop or gasp in horror whenever you hear whatever their match. Uh, he's going, that's still fine. Uh, Sorg, we have a big board uh, yes. that I've constructed that is going to help us keep track of the matches that are being made tonight. Yes, I mean, I'm trying to figure out how to make it go full screen, but uh, here it is right here. Wait, no, that's the wrong button. Right here for you on the visual. Okay, eight matches. We'll add them as we go through. Okay. You might note match one has a little fancy thing on there. It looks like a little film strip. This is the other new thing we're doing this year. Cinematic match? We have designated one slot as the cinematic match. 
So <laughs> if you choose that, you will, that your match, you want your match to be the cinematic match, then you say, hot damn, I'm making Bob Backlund versus Larry Zabisco, and that's the cinematic match. And we will put it into that slot. If you choose not to, we'll we put it that? in one of the normal can, matches. Can we do that? Jordan, that's, I that's a good idea. Right? You, is that your plan? Since you, will be going, since you will be going last, if no one else uses the cinematic match slot, you will be stuck with it. So it's up for fine. you to look for it. That is fine. Um, also, going forward, I know you will be excited by this. There's different moves we can make to change the card as we go forward through this process over the coming weeks. And one of the move options that you'll have at your disposal as we go through the coming weeks after this week will be to actually switch the match that's in the cinematic match slot if you feel like that's something that needs to happen. So, um, Okay, okay. Um, all right, what happened? COVID? Okay, eight players. This will be the order of play. Um, first, our number one participant, our number one entrant, is a huge surprise, a major get. I am so excited to uh, to spring this person's uh, matchmaking expertise and knowledge and just overall wisdom on you guys. It's going to be a blast. Uh, number two will be Dave Podner. Number three will be Chad the Shad. Number four will be Mad Mike. Number five will be The Riz. Number six will be Alex. Number seven will be Tina the MVP of Mayhem Mania. And number eight, batting cleanup will be Jordan Styles. So without further ado, I feel like we've gotten everything else out of the way that we need to get out of the way. Does anyone have any questions before we begin? I do, actually. I have a oh, question. Good. Yes, you so, go ahead. Uh, roster to choose from. Is this only from WWE or could we go to cross-promotion? They have to be under a WWE contract or accessible to Vince McMahon. So no New Japan guys, no AEW guys, no Impact guys. Perfect. Hey, you know, as we like to say, WWE has got the deepest roster in the history of wrestling. There's guys everywhere. Don't forget about those NXT UK guys. Don't mm-hmm. forget about those guys buried in the performance center. There's a lot of good talent out there. I'm not, I'm not going tonight, but I have a, I have a hypothetical question if, that's, if it's not too early for that. Go ahead. Um, since he's not under contract, can I book Danny Limelight in a match? I don't see any reason why not. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I hope that got in front of some of your questions. See, Jordan, there's an envelope to be pushed here. <laughs> yeah, Jordan, because you're you because and buttons. people see all of us, so you'll you'll quickly pick up on, on how this usually plays there out. There are envelopes and buttons to push. Oh right, yeah. So- Spoiler alert there. We hold grudges over this. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. like, like last year, because Alex pissed me off, I put the concept of a WLC match in. Space, you know? And yeah. then what happened? And yeah, we still got out. it on the out because it slid through the bars because it's tiny. I yeah. didn't oh, then, realize that. I, I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you brought back up space, Joe. I should mention this really quick. Um, just understand when you're considering what to put into space jail. It is a minimum security prison, and there is no double jeopardy. You cannot take somebody who escaped space jail and put them back in space jail. Once they're out, they're out. So when all of you put Goldberg into space jail, and we spin the wheel next week, and he gets out, what the hell were you thinking? Oh, right? oh no. no Matt, Matt, That's Matt, Matt, if he gets out, I have a plan. You have a plan? I bet it involves VLC. No, no. Oh, oh no. No. If he gets out, I guarantee it will be his last match. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, no, see, I, I think I think the clear strategy is to wait until the last week, then we put him in space jail. But 
we'll, we'll yeah. figure that out as we go. Yeah, nah, he's an old man. He's not going to escape. He'll be fine. Eh, what's the <laughs> somebody, unless somebody makes a match and then puts him in and, and then does the uh, mayhem in the bank match or whatever we do. The, we the we put the entire next, match in space jail. La, well, the, I, I, we do the very last week that we do this, and then that person who wants to see the world burn passes that match through. <laughs> Unless someone injures him in real life, we are we are definitely <laughs> <death. laughs> <laughs> made. Chess, why like, do you think I wanted to learn how to hit people with this? <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Matt, uh, Matt uh, you got drowned out there. Say that again, please, Matt. I was just going to say, people have made matches on this just to see steam come out of my ears. Uh, people have made matches just to piss off the other person. Also, uh, also to sometimes p- there are feelings. That's part of the game. Also, um, also, uh, and I think he's doing it again. I, I don't know if Matt, you you touch base with him. Uh, um, um, the great Al, uh, uh, Tony Garza uh, over at the Wrestling Revolution has been doing graphics, and I remember the two a.m. What the fuck when he's going to do the graphics <laughs> for the matches? So you go too far off. You get a you get a text from uh, Antonio Garza in the middle of the night, like, "Why did you make this match? I can't find clip art for this person." So, and yeah, yeah. you get a lot of that. What, uh, which version of so and so? And, 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 and Garza does, does every member of the match have to be wearing a suit? No. Then, then one mm-hmm. of the then we have Luke Harper, rest in peace. Then we have him in like a hat. And that like hat had a hat. tiny hat on it. Hat. And that hat had a tiny hat on it. <laughs> I, I, I remember that somewhere. I think we also put him in the suit. We were ahead of the time. Tar- Go ahead. Sorry. A match made where Sorgatron wanted to use Chris Jericho, but he wanted a very specific Jericho persona. He wanted Chris Jericho in a suit. So mm-hmm. what ended up happening was that as the uh, Mayhem Mania went on that year, everyone who paired up into that match was like, you know what? Dean Ambrose in a suit versus Chris Jericho in a suit. And it was like, you know what? Luke Harper in a suit versus Dean Ambrose in a suit. Etc, etc, etc. You see how... Uh, uh, match? Maybe. Maybe. I, maybe. It might have. But, but you realize how ahead of the time we were that we put Luke Harper in a shirt in a suit. Mm-hmm. So Seriously. what happened this past yeah. year on AEW? bump. Like, we saw it. We've seen We've seen many occasions where we have created matches in Mayhem Mania, and then a year or two later, it's happened in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, you know, that's fun to see, too. There you go. There you go. All right. With, without further ado. Without further ado, Sorg, I am so excited. We got a huge get for the first round of Mayhem Mania, a special surprise matchmaker. I am so fired up, and I can't wait to hear what match he makes. So if you've got the video ready, I know everyone here is going to be excited to hear it. I can't wait to hear your reaction. So roll the video. Let's go. Here we go. Eyes front class. My name is Professor Jacob Edwin. Here to answer the question on whether or not I will be on the Wrestling Mayhem Show Christmas episode. What? I've heard the best. That's the wrong video. (laughs) This motherfucker can't even name it. His his video is right. He's not a real professor. Is he is not a professional podcaster. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. What is this? What is this? Oh, this makes more sense this way. All right. Don't worry. We'll fix this in two weeks. We're going to space jail. Let's try this again. Sorry, I think you're going we got this. Sorry. All right. Hold on a second. <laughs> oh. 
Hi, class. My name is, of course, Professor Jacob Edwin, and I am here to participate in Mayhem Mania. Oh. Now, when mainstream Matt and I were talking, I hey, so asked this to be by the books. This has to be by the letter right down the middle called Very Fairly. That's the only way I would participate. I Which brings me to my match. My match is going to be first, and it is going to be defending women's champion Sasha Banks against Rhea Ripley with Stephanie McMahon. What? Yeah, yeah. That's it. He doesn't get the concept. Thank you. He doesn't get the concept. Well, you How about know, that? This fucking you know guy. What? How much did he pay you for so, that? Sasha Banks versus Rhea Ripley with <laughs> Stephanie McMahon. How like, cool is that? Like right. in her corner? In her yeah. corner? Right. That's it. I, I didn't. Let me tell you something. Details? Uh, we're, we're, not allowed, we're not allowed to do managers at this stage, Matt. Yeah, um, Matt. You know what? I've always said stipulations, do... managers. Like, there's a, there's a rule book here. Stick to the rule book. You know what? We have rules. There was a very <laughs> tight set of rules. And I got to tell you, the professor found a loophole. We've always said no stipulations because we wait to do stipulations at Patreon and the bank. We've never said managers. Oh, so, uh, yes, we have. We have all the time. We have legitimately said that all the time. Uh, it's definitely well, you know may have made a season. We're already questioning you, the oh, oh, first now. move of the game. This is Kenny Omega <laughs> all over again you now. All right, all right, all right. All right. I need a gavel. That's what I need a gavel to like roll everyone. Giving us a 90-second hard thing when the professor starts to talk. Um, Yo, when you had to sit down. Yeah, the so video video was like a minute ten. So honestly, we didn't we didn't need to see his ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was unnecessary. It's a bad week for me to upgrade the video feed, wasn't it? Yeah. Listen, boys. <sighs> And girl, I prefer the <laughs> video. I'm gonna let it stand. I'm gonna let him have his manager, and I'll let you have a manager too, if you want to include a manager. There you go. Because it's always kind of been an unstated, <coughs> undefined thing when it comes to Mayhem Mania. You want to mm-hmm. add on a manager for somebody? Fine, go ahead. Um, but also, I will allow this caveat with that: if someone is named as a manager for a match. That will not uh, prevent them from being used as an actual wrestler in another match. And you can even use them as a manager in another match, too. They can Paul Heyman this thing at WrestleMania 29 and manage two people. So This this match isn't lasting one week, by the way. I'll let it stand. Let's move on. Thank you, Professor Edwin. He's not a real professor. Dave Podner, you're up. Okay. Chad the Shed's on deck. Dave Podner, 90 seconds. Go. Well, okay. Matt, you didn't put anyone in space, Joe. Uh, we'll take care of that later. Dave? Okay. okay. So, well, first of all, real quick, because I since I'm going first and my ready to go. Okay, I lost the screen a little bit. Okay. So, first of all, all the violence that we heard earlier in the show. 
I brought my own weapons too, in case anyone comes at me for this too. Okay. So my match. That's what's up. Also, because I'm taking the cinematic spot, so people are coming after me for this. Fuck. See, people are coming after me. I need my thing. So this is going to be an intergender cult match. What? We're yeah. going to have Bray and Alexa versus Zia Lee and Boa. Yes. Oh. Dave Podner with the win. Jesus. Well, that's going to graduate. I can just feel it in my gut. <laughs> I'd graduate now if I could. Wow. Awesome. All right. That's the that's what we're looking for. Good there job. Go. Perfect for the cinematic match. And we right, and we are pushing a calendar uh, I'm sorry, a counter uh 90 seconds on the clock and uh, I'll let you know when you're at your uh, uh 30 seconds, 10 seconds cuz our guys internally don't see it actually. So, but yes. I see it's on, it's on the Facebook chat for anyone who wants to see your yes. timer. Oh good. All right, Chad the Shad, you're up. Mad Mike's on deck. Oh, on Space Show. Right. Space Show. No, no, no. We're going to we're going to do the matches and then we're going <clears> to <throat> do another lap and we're going to do the Space Show. Oh, okay. Having hosted Mayhem Mania before, you can make up the rules however you please, Matt. You're you're the you can do whatever you want. Spirit. You've done worse. I, I have done worse. <laughs> so, I mean, if you want to have a manager, you can have eighteen managers. It don't matter. <laughs> My match. I'm gonna go six man tag action here. Oh, we're gonna have a little bit of an international flair because it it's gonna be Imperium. Oh, uh, Barthel, Archer, and Wolf. Those three guys. Eichner, you mean, right? What's that? Eichner? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Versus. Let's see here. Birch, Lorkin, mm-hmm. and Pat McAfee. There we Ooh. go. Wow. Is this. Is this. Is this the first time Chad has not booked Edge? Yet. <laughs> and you guys back. all have statues and stuff. So. He's saving oh, them. He's going to come back later and just drop them in later. <laughs> Ultimate the opportunity. Run in later on. Right <laughs> awesome. Wow. All right. Thank you, Chad. Yep. Yep. All right. Mad Mike, you're up. Riz is on deck. Oh, boy. Um, I've been thinking about this for a while, and I, I'm. I feel less prepared for this year's Mayhem Mania than I ever have before. Mm. Um, I'm not going to go with um, my my Keith Lee versus Cesaro or you know anything anything like that. Uh, okay. I, I'm gonna. Uh, this is this is tough because I actually did kind of want to use Rhea Ripley, so I hate Jacob Edwin even more now. Um, oh man, this is this is very difficult, but I think. I would have loved this to be cinematic, but I guess. All right. All right. I, I think I think this is where we're going. I think this is the the future of Mayhem Mania. Mercedes Martinez versus Walter. Oh, shit! <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Wow! There it is. Yeah, yeah. I think. All I think, right. You know, oh. I, I wasn't thinking Walter until Chad mentioned Imperium. Yeah. And I'm like, right, Walter's a thing. Let's use Walter. You know, I, don't lie. We're I intentionally left Walter. Walter out. I intentionally it's... left Walter out of Imperium because I knew 
somebody was going to use them somewhere else. Thank you, Chad. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you, awesome. Chad. Very good, Mike. Riz, you're up. Alex is on deck. I'm also going to take Chad's uh, uh, reins here and make a six-man. Oh, boy. On one side, Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. Kofi Kingston. And Samoa Joe. Wait, is he still hurt? Is he still hurt? Uh, he's technically still hurt. I mean, okay, then then you know what? You know what? Replace Samoa Joe with AJ Styles. <laughs> I think wow. I know what Riz is doing here. And I... then on the other side, Tyler Breeze. Yep. Adam Cole. <laughs> Bay Bay. And yes. Cesar. Yes. Oh, no. Is this, this up, down, down versus left, right, left, right? It's up, up, it down, is. down versus left, right, left, right. Yep. Yes. Oh, I love it. Oh, man. Riz plays games. Hey, 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 hey Riz. Riz. Yes. yes. A lot of respect. A lot of respect. A lot of respect. <laughs> I, can't wait. I can't wait for this thing to get to the stipulation phase on uh, Patreon in the bank. I really wanted the, the, this to be like a uh, <laughs> the stipulation is going to be And then just have it be uh, a uh, Rocket League marathon. <laughs> Best out of three Rocket League. Excellent. Thank you, Riz. <clears throat> you're welcome, Matt. Alex, you're up. Tina's on deck. You're not a welcome, Matt. You're welcome, Matt. I understand. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Give me a second to think here. All right. 90 seconds on the clock. Oh, gosh. I can I can tell that I'm going to be. It's okay. There's a lot of heavy hitters that have not been. <clears throat> actually, no. Okay, we're, I'm gonna, I'm actually going to keep this simple. Keep this plain. Uh, for my this is the first time <clears throat> in a while I've been on this early. Uh, in Mayhem Mania, I usually end up playing later on. Um. Oh yeah. So I I do want to give a quick thing. So I chat. You know, I chat with my buddies about wrestling every week, and we have two running gags from our our weekly chats. One is, can we get away with not mentioning Retribution? Um, <laughs> I have now mentioned Retribution, and that's as far as I'm going to go with that. The other is my buddy Chris has been talking quite a bit about trying to find some way for us to get a uh, a very specific intergender match happening at WrestleMania. Oh boy. Uh, his, his rationale is, 30 seconds. Uh, because, is because Randy Orton is a legend killer. And he has current beef with Ric Flair, and Charlotte Flair would get involved. So, hmm. in his honor, and in, in the honor of my buddy Chris, I'm going to book Randy Orton versus Charlotte Flair. Hmm. Nice. And, and Alex is stealing an idea I came up with several months ago. I love it. <laughs> Alex, well done. That means he listens. Yeah, it means that means uh, you know he steals shit. Hey, you can take it up with my buddy Chris. You can take it up with my buddy Chris. That means he steals shit. I'm already looking looking forward to Patreon in the bank, guys. That's so nasty. (laughs) All right, Alex, well done. Tina, you are up. Jordan Styles, you are on deck. Okay, so I got a couple of matches already blown up that I already had. Thanks, guys. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what, Tina? You're the MVP. You got to roll with this shit. That's understandable. But that doesn't mean, well, let's see here. What's missing? Let's go ahead and do Daniel Bryan. Mm, there he is. Versus 
Pete Dune. Pete Dunn. <laughs> Pete Dune. Pete Dune. Tina, do you want to tell us what matches got blown up? Um, well, Dave blown me up right out of the bat because I wanted to use the cinematic match yeah. with Bray and Alexa, but mm. instead I had Johnny and Candace. Oh, oh. Hey, Tina, Tina, we can add them. Yeah, that comes next week. Yeah, we, we that yeah, next week that 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 can still happen. It, it could, but that's okay. I can re-strategize. It's no biggie. Wouldn't be the first like I, I would love to see the Firefly Funhouse like dovetail into whatever Mortal Kombat studio we have for for Boa and. For Boa and Zia Lee, and then that dovetails into the actual Gargano's home. <laughs> All right, Tina, thank you very much. Great job as always, Jordan. You're up. Are you feeling comfortable with this uh, with this scenario? You're ready to make a match. Yeah, absolutely. Even though half of my <laughs> matches have also been blown up, so we'll see, see how much fun this is. I told you it'd be fun. All right, it's not fun. All right, all right. For this. I'm going to do a fatal four-way. Yes. This will be in a steel cage. It will be two titles on the line. It will be Big E versus Bobby Lashley from NXT coming up to get his big break, Bronson Reed, and also from NXT, Dexter Loomis. Hey. And the winner takes all the gold. All right. Okay. Well, geez, not Dexter. Dexter. Okay, I got it. Dexter Loomis, yeah. I got it. Which makes me mad because my original cinematic match was Dexter Loomis versus The Feed in a staring contest. Oh, my God. (laughs) 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 So, thank you, Dave, for that. (laughs) Again, again, I knew I was going to cause enemies. I came armed. I I I knew I was going to cause enemies. That's I wasn't fair. sure how much enthusiasm there would be for this cinematic match. I think I am glad you guys are already fighting over it. It's great. That's 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 the goal. Okay, so now we get now we have our eight matches. Shall I recap matches? Yes. Or shall we proceed directly to space jailing people? Uh, let's recap, recap real quick, and then we'll get the space jail. All right, everyone, contemplate space jail for a second, and I will tell you here are the matches we've created so far: Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss versus Zia Lee and Boa. Sasha Banks versus Rhea Ripley with Stephanie McMahon. Marcel Bartel, Fabian Eichner, and Alexander Wolf versus Danny Burch, Oni Lorcan, and Pat McAfee. Mercedes <laughs> Martinez versus Walter. Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, and AJ Styles versus Tyler Breeze, Adam Cole, and Cesaro. Randy Orton versus Charlotte Flair. Daniel Bryan versus Pete Dune. Done. And Big E versus Bobby Lashley versus Bronson Reed versus Dexter Loomis. This you guys are off to a great start. Fantastic. I, I love so, the representation of men and women so far. I love oh, just like yeah. intergender matches are, are definitely not something new, but this both of those ones look fabulous. So I'm excited. <laughs> now, um, yeah, let's get down to biz, to the business of space jail. Now, uh, yeah, since the professor uh, – Not a real professor. Uh, joined us uh, via pre-recorded, uh, he will not be putting anyone into space jail. Uh, here for this round. That's just a small price to pay. But the other, the rest of you, the other seven of you, we'll get to put someone in space jail. So, um, Dave, can, can Sorg also put someone in space jail in in place of the uh, fake professor? 
Um, nah, seven should be enough. Let's go with seven for now. Okay. Uh, Dave, let's put someone in space, Joe. Well, I'm going to take the mayhem right and put the woman's right in space jail. Bravo. Wait a minute. Is that my daughter or is that another tall blonde that I can't tell the difference? Oh. Is going into space Ooh. jail. Ooh. Wow. Dave is wow. spitting hot fire from over there. All right. Dave can't argue with that. Chad? Okay. Hmm. Dominic. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. I'm, I'm okay. Let's that's, do this right. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a juvenile section of jail. Damn it. I was going to have Dominic fight his half brother, Aiden English, but not in space jail, you won't. <laughs> Shit, he is his... <laughs> All right. Uh, Mad Mike, would you like oh. to uh, take the low hanging fruit on this one? <laughs> you know, it's... Given, given, the, given that our guest, Jordan, has already expressed interest in putting Goldberg in space jail. Gilberg. Um, Goldberg. I, 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 I wouldn't <laughs> want to deny him. I wouldn't want to deny him that opportunity. After all, he is a three-time enemy. Um, so I think if I'm gonna put someone in space jail, it's gonna have to be Brock Lesnar. Oh. You know, you can never be too careful. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to break right out next time. Hey, I could have put Edge in there, all right? I could have put Edge right out of there. You could have. Why would you have done a thing like that? You could have met. Okay. Riz? Riz, I'm sure you like someone in space jail. You could have put Edge in space jail. That's the thing that's happened. No, I didn't say could. I just said could have. I didn't say put him in there. But. Now that you put in Shane McMahon. Oh, Ooh, nice. Right. Hot. There goes the money. Money, money, Classic. money, 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 money. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the money. Alex? You know, it's too bad you can only put one person in space jail. Because <laughs> if I could put all of Retribution in space jail, I would. Oh, and again, that's as much as I'm gonna mention them on, on here. Come on. Okay, no, you know who I'm gonna put. Okay, hold on. No, no, everybody. Okay, let's pump the brakes. You know who I'm gonna put in space jail? I'm gonna put the Velveteen Dream in space jail. Ooh, I like that. That, that, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about it. That's the most um, backlash he's gotten from this. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. I'm glad. I'm glad somebody. All right, Tina. Uh, let's go ahead and put the other half of that couple in space jail. Let's put the Nature Boy Ric Flair in there. Thank nope. you. Oh man! Wow. Thank you. You know, you know, wow. we used to just put Ric Flair in space jail for his own safety. <laughs> I just don't want to see him get hurt. You know, like, this is still for his own safety. This is still for his own. You're right. You know, we got to keep these folks safe. Uh, and Jordan, and Lacey Jordan, Evans are in space go. together. For you, go ahead. What have you done? There's a curve out there. <laughs> they have adjoining cells. Oh, I've been waiting. You're for just this enabling for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Opportunity. 
to put a person in space jail is something I do not take lightly. As a matter of fact, it's something I enjoy being a successful saint. So. I'm putting Edge in space jail. What have we done? What have we done? We just got Chris work. Just oh, off. yes. We got work into a shit. It's me, Chad. Hold it on. was me all Chad, along. Chad, I haven't seen a visual of Chad. Your, Chad, how are you doing? Your ringside camera shots just got a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> See, if I give your Emmys any good shots when I'm holding the camera. <laughs> oh, up to the ceiling. Who's coming down the ramp? Nobody important. That's who. <laughs> that is absolutely fair. But that doesn't change the fact. That Edge is in space jail now. And I'm just going to buy this time. And <laughs> buy this time. <laughs> that oh, that hurt. <laughs> I have three Someone's gonna, I can do what I want. <laughs> Someone's going to slide Edge the money in the bank briefcase inside space jail, and that's how he's going to break out. I can see it. Uh, I'll pile in it. Man. What the all right. hell? Well, here, wow. Quick recap on space jail. Oh, and uh, we'll get this all represented in a visual way at some point, but uh, Lacey Evans, Dominic Mysterio, Brock Lesnar, Shane McMahon, Velveteen Dream, Ric Flair, and Edge are in space oh. jail. Oh. And only a spin of a wheel could possibly break out. All the work should totally be in space jail. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just give, give, give it time. I'm just saying, I mean, we're waiting until last week so that way nobody can break about. If he gets hurt in real life, nobody has to worry about it. <laughs> Careful the with the wording, Chad. Someone's gonna get worried. The dude's old. I offer up an Emmy. The dude is old. To, uh, it is. Is whoever Goldberg in real life? Uh, <laughs> if you so feel the need to take your anger out on a geriatric sixty-year-old man who has no business in the ring, <laughs> uh, go for it. <laughs> If you would like to also take out his son, you can do that as well. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, not trying to do it. Make sure his son is not wearing a shirt. He's not wearing a shirt. Goldberg would probably give himself a concussion at the Royal Rumble anyway. So <laughs> also very true. That's fair. So uh at this moment, is it a good time to mention our guest next week? Oh, oh Goldberg. It's, it's Goldberg. Do we have a guest next week? Uh, uh, I, I don't think I've told anybody this, but our guest next week is uh, the returning Christian Noir. All right. So yeah, we'll see what he has to do for Mayhem Mania. So oh, I evil. should also mention, Sword, before yes. we go, that everyone should make sure that they keep a lookout for the hottest damn show on the internet. Talking Mayhem Mania coming up later this week. There you go. Uh, on wherever you get this fine podcast. Back to you. There you go. And then no- great. The play clock worked. Yeah, I love job. it. I love the play clock. I figured that out like 10 minutes before the show. I, <laughs> I was having some problems. The, the 1.0 and 2.0s didn't work. So, um, so with that, it's a super-sized and lightning round edition of What Did You Learn From Wrestling This Week? So let's go down the line. Uh, I will volunteer the first one who has one off the top of their head. What did you learn from wrestling this week? 
Okay, Sorg, I, have uh, Sorg, I learned I have a new second most favorite podcast. It's Tama's Island, Tamatanga. <laughs> Just putting a flamethrower to the elite on a weekly basis is my favorite thing to listen to now. Mm. Next to this show. What's, what's the first? Wait, 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 wait. What's the first? This is the number one podcast. Then where's Just Pro Wrestling Where's news? Just Pro Wrestling News? Well, that that kind of a different genre. You never, you never listen back to the shows you do. That's yeah. You never. That's also very true. I never listen to the shows I'm on. That's not like that. But you should check out Just Pro Wrestling News. That's a easy number three. So I don't think. Matt, what's what's on Just Pro Wrestling News? Just Pro Wrestling News. Okay, cool. Five minutes or less, we catch you up on all the major news in the world of wrestling. It's quick. It's easy. It takes five minutes or less. It's there and for you every morning. Sure is. It's a, what can I say? There you go. But is there any filler? No killer. All no, no filler. All killer. That's what I'm looking for. All killer, no killer. Yeah, absolutely. Are there any pop-ups? Alex, I'm very tired. I just did mayhem. <laughs> and he's still in his recording. He still needs to record tomorrow's just pro wrestling news. So, uh, Dave Potter, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? Well, I learned from listening to the indie um, mayhem show. Oh, from Ronnie Nicole. Mm-hmm. It's all your fault, Sork. God, damn it's, it. your fault. it's all your fault. Well, there you what go. What did you do to make her angry at you, Sork? I don't know. I just exist. <laughs> so, and I forgot that she had been yelling at me for a couple of years now. So, um, Riz, what did you learn from wrestling this week? I learned that Matt Hardy playing Mr. McMahon on BTE and now on AEW and now on Impact Wrestling is pretty damn good. Yeah, it's kind he of owns fifty percent of everyone he signs. Keeps and he keeps the key. The key situation for the EVP room with the young bucks is fun. The EVP room, uh, it's just I he, he can't, he can't, I don't think he can wrestle for a while because of that weird accident, but he's making it worth it. Um, and then just him coming out with like the no, the, the top button unbuttoned mm-hmm. and acting like. Vince McMahon acts with his controlling of everybody's pay and how much they, how much that he gets back and owning, owning the wrestlers and what they do outside of wrestling. That was just, it was pretty damn good. Yeah. It's been an interesting development. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I do. I mean, it's no, it's no dark order, but um, no, it's no dark order. Yeah, no. Or the Epic, uh, sort of kind of epics luchasaurus versus the dragon and ha- that's happening tonight on dark but um yeah i just caught up a lot that's brandon sutter so we're gonna it doesn't matter what's that that's brandon sutter it doesn't matter brandon give, give brandon credit make man he does like color all of, color yeah brandon, give color he does all of that and i think no i think it's his wife that makes the costumes but anyways uh tina what'd you learn from wrestling this week uh, that Ethan Page topped um, the over-the-top cinematic match endings. How did that end? Because I heard it, he wasn't <laughs> happy with it. Karate Man ripping the heart out of Ethan Page. Oh! I, I gotta, I'm sorry, I don't mean to jump in, Tina. 
But I don't know if your son saw that match, but my 11-year-old son, Mason, did. Oh, and his, no. two questions, his two comments on it were that that was hilarious and is the other guy okay? So. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair question, though. That's a, that's a, that's a good question. I, I'm sure there's Especially- a certain person... Who called the Impact Home offices specifically to make sure if that guy, if that oh, killed on TV was okay? Gosh. <laughs> All right. By the way, we need to send him to Space Jail. Mm. <laughs> maybe, I'm okay maybe not mentioning him ever again. I was hoping just to not mention his name. Yeah, I'm with that. Al- I still haven't said who he is. You don't know uh, Alex, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Um, I'm actually glad. It's funny. I was actually I was almost going to mention what Tina just said, uh, only to add the part about the fact that yeah, Ethan wasn't happy about like the editing or whatever. No, what I learned from wrestling this week is that Zack Ryder really didn't do anything in AEW for like the two or three matches he had because he showed up <clears throat> after getting hard to kill on Saturday, and mm-hmm. all signs point to him actually being with impact after everything so it's like okay so i guess we're gonna get the major brothers yes in an impact so that there's there's some light there's some light to be shown there but I, it just made me realize honestly it just made me realize wait that means that means the uh, writer ha- or sorry matt cardona that means that he had nothing to do in aew except uh be cody rhodes's buddy well, for he's not like signed, three he's not signed by either company. No, right. He's he's basically just a free agent that's getting to work. Bolts. But my point is like it. it well, okay, yeah. It, it's just weird because it's like seeing him on Impact, and I don't, I don't know if they mentioned him as being like an AEW wrestler. They just mentioned him as like being Matt Cardona. It's like answering Ace Austin's open challenge or whatever. I'm just like, okay. So Matt did next to nothing when he was. In AEW, now he's on Impact. Probably going to be on TV for a few weeks. Probably will do some kind of tag team with Brian Myers. Maybe I don't know. Well, we'll see. But he sure as heck wasn't doing anything in AEW. That's 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 the takeaway that I got from his appearance at Hard <coughs> to Kill. And, and you never know the situation, and, and who knows? So yeah, um, he could be in the Rumble. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. I, I'm dead serious. Yeah, I'm dead serious. It would not. It would not shock me at all if Zack Ryder's in the Royal Rumble. Mm-mm. Well, I'll tell you what. Between uh, between now and next week, we'll come up with some kind of wager where if he's in the Rumble, I'll, I'll do something. But oh, we'll I'm not betting on it. I'm willing to bet on it because I sure as heck don't think he'll be in the Rumble. I'm saying, I'm saying it wouldn't surprise me. I don't think it's going to I can't happen. remember. What the, what the hell did Wait, we bet hey. on last night? Didn't we bet on something last night? Alex, oh. were you talking about your shirts that I have, like, just decided to put on right now. Oh, oh, hey, that's a that's a neat looking shirt there. Nice. Kudos yeah, to whoever we, designed that. Yeah, who designed that? I don't know. Where, 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 where did somebody get the, that shirt? The, 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 say that Legends of the Lucha Temple? Yes. Like yes. As, as seen on season three of Lucha Underground. Yes, I can oh, for wrestling.com. Uh who's up? Jordan? Or Jordan, are you the last one? Oh uh, no, we got Chad. <laughs> Chad, Jordan, well, yeah. Jordan, you're next. Waving his arms free. Listen, everybody's in a nether void. So distraught ever since Edge got put in. Space I don't have a field. list of people in this group right now. So, uh, Jordan, Jordan, and then Chad. What'd you learn from wrestling this week? Jordan? For the record, I love Edge. I just like seeing people upset. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a man. Right place. Chad, angering people is my anti drum. <laughs> 
Spear in people's uh, minds. I learned, I learned that Vince still does not get Oscar yeah. at all, Mm-mm. and I don't understand. Mm-mm. I never understood the fact as to why she cannot be her Kana self or the the dominating Oscar uh, that she was in NXT. I don't understand why you're using a champion to build a storyline which she's not a part of, with uh, Alexa randomly turning into the Fiend mm-hmm. and pinning her clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shouldn't happen, but. Hey, not even Oscar, turning so. into the fiend though. She just I mean, changed, she she just did, changed her shirt. <laughs> she, she changed into gothic bliss, and yeah. then they ran a pre-packaged promo, and she turned into funhouse bliss. And Oscar got pinned clean, and she's a champion. I don't understand why. Yeah, <clears throat> it's just me. Yeah, Chad. I'm actually going to build off what Jordan says. He had a he had a real good lead in to what I learned this week, which was it's going to be real hard to do cinematic things with Alexa Bliss and The Fiend when there's a crowd. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it's great now because they can make these cuts, they can do these fireballs, they can do all this camera play and and, and cinematic stuff. But like, <laughs> you're building the characters up to where you need them, and then when a live crowd comes in, you won't be able to really do that type of stuff in front of them. So I don't Unless. know what you got to do. But unless they do the Firefly Funhouse match that they did with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, mm. or they have Randy Orton or Bray Wyatt running down the street to get to the match, <laughs> so like the, the Inferno match could never happen with a crowd. Oh, no, God. No. no, it couldn't. <laughs> no, it couldn't. But it was real, it was, it was cool. It was, it was a cool thing to watch to see. But like, yeah, I, I learned that that's going to be those types of gimmick type things are going to be really hard to do. Yeah really hard to do. Uh, I learned that uh, I'm also backing up the Tama Tonga thing is awesome to watch. And uh, I'm also really liking Ring of Honor right now. Watch the first episode back. They're doing some stuff with Flip Gordon. Got uh, exiled from the uh, Pure Division. And uh, they seem to be a good vibe. And Dan Housen is there. And he has the mans of Dave Honor. And uh, I want to see how that goes. Also, Shane Shane Taylor, friend of the show, won the uh, ROH experience poll to get a future uh, fan experience poll to get a future uh, world title shot, which is long overdue. So um, I don't know if he's had one. I think he might have had one earlier in the year, didn't he? Maybe maybe against Roosh or something. But uh, either way, good to see that's happening. So. Um, with that, Jordan, thank you so much again. Where can people find out what? 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 Who did I miss? I, I, you missed me. Oh, Matt oh, Mike. Yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, there's 20 people in this meet right now. I'm trying to remember who all was there. I don't have a list. Matt you Mike, know, what'd you learn? I learned Sorg can easily forget about just 10 years of podcasting friendship. <laughs> right. Space Drop the hat, this guy. Jesus. Uh, no. The thing I the thing I learned this week was what I had mentioned in the homework assignment was that Tito Santana was a former ECW champion. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was wild to me. That was just absolute. That blew my fucking hair back. I'm like, oh, uh, that's just weird and random, and I love it. And I also learned that Bailey's new show is my favorite thing because anytime you have a freestanding door that you insist people use. That's going to be the best show in pro wrestling. It worked for APA. I'll, I'll second that. Oh, yeah, Chad. 
That's, yeah. you know, that's awesome. Yeah. There you go, Mike. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yes. Love it. That's that, was at the, that was at the IWC Cal U show, like, way too long ago. I think that's yeah. the one we were, t- I think that's the very show we were talking about with Doc Remedy on the anniversary, mm-hmm. where he, which was technically his debut wrestling match. Prop, so prop. Uh, this was uh this was at the university the yeah on campus one yes yes so. uh yeah yeah i remember that i remember i love bobby uh snyder in chat i'm officially now calling randy orton milmware archaea no. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious yeah we, we were trying to think of fun names for him last night i still like el hijo del vaquero <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah look for that video on tiktok soon um jordan where can people find all the things that you do uh instagram facebook youtube and officially twitch up challenge go check out the pinball show vote in twippies.com t-w-i-p-y-s.com vote for us for best youtube streamer for the hurry up challenge and yeah when wrestling comes back uh rwa uprise rise maybe fight underground i don't know People no, you were out here back there. I was editing today's uh, today's match, and I was like, "Hey, there's Jordan hanging out there. He's he's watching uh-huh. intently. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just, just checking out, looking around. We'll see if success needs to be brought to the underground. But mm-hmm. who knows? Also, rest in peace, uh, True Blood, a great friend, and uh, he will be missed. Absolutely, somebody somebody that we uh, saw every month at RWA. Uh, sad to hear uh, he's gone. So good vibes from the Mayhem Nation to uh, Tommy True True Blood and his family out there, aka. Papa Peacock for a time. Uh, so. <laughs> he was he was great to film. He yes. was, he was real great to film. I, I enjoyed every time he was out there. He always played to the camera. Yeah, yeah. And that was it was it was great. He was always so, a yeah. blast. He always uh, offered me a drink every show. <laughs> I tur- <laughs> then I heard something about orange milk. I don't know what that's about. Uh, but that was delicious. It was it. Delicious. Yeah, I, I never. It's, it's literally just orange flavored milk. And it wow. is the weirdest thing. And I remember <laughs> the first time he brought it to me, I just looked at it, I was like, what the hell is orange milk? <laughs> that looks disgusting. But uh, yeah, yeah, um, I learned a lot. Hopefully I can bring some of his ideas to RWA. Uh, yeah. He was going to be managing me uh, when yeah. we came back. So we'll yeah, see Yeah, you happens. were just setting that up when everything closed down, right? So Yeah, yeah. yeah. We so. finally uh, got together and then, yeah, COVID. But yeah. Well, Shall I be? Good vibes out to that, uh, and uh, to, to his family and everything, and uh, he will be missed. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. I, I'll be here another twenty minutes if I try to name everybody. Uh, <laughs> it's on the call right now. <laughs> Holy shit! I forgot how crazy this is. Uh, thank you, everybody. Mayhem Mania. We'll be doing it all the way up through up to WrestleMania, I guess. Uh, and uh, we'll be back here again. Christian Noir will be our guest next week. Check out that interview, as mentioned before, with Ronnie Nicole on Indie, Indie Mayhem Show. And, of course, check out Indie Wrestling over on Grind City TV on Roku, Android at grindcity.biz. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.